What's up and welcome to another MoGraph MoCast. I'm Dave. And I'm Matt. Joining us today are good friends, Mr. David Ariev, and from his car, Mr. EJ Hassenfrost. Hey, everybody. I live in a car now. I got NFT scanned. <laughs> <laughs> and MoGraph is a supplement to our site MoGraph.com, which is a motion graphics phrase. tutorial site with tutorials, <laughs> plugins, <laughs> podcasts, and other MoGraph stuff. And on the show, we talk about everything ranging from motion graphics to Cinema 4D, After Effects plugins, render engines, doing business, doing taxes, being a contractor, or working for the man. Ooh, or being in your so, car, so, yeah. So you can email us, info at MoGraph.com. Let us know what you think about the show. Questions, comments, concerns, queries, grievances, show topic ideas, artist suggestions. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and MoGraph.com. Check us out on all the things. And this week, it's show 300. We're here. 300. 300. Not much of a plan. Feel like that long since 200. I know, honestly. right? Yeah. Like, that was Yeah, it was only like 100 yeah, that was like a hundred. No, that was like a hundred yeah. weeks ago or something. Weird. So uh, we uh, have not much planned, but I'm sure we will still fill plenty of time. <laughs> EJ. <laughs> yeah, I know, Billy. We didn't EJ even make it come and the go. Intro. I know. And it's like it's, it's so off the rails at the beginning. Like, we got like th two seasoned veterans who have been on how many episodes, and they just talked over the entire thing. Right. Yeah. Well, this is this is what we do, especially on shows <laughs> like this. It's just like. Yeah, there's no plan. Let's just shoot the shit and yeah. make a giant. You mess. know we're wild cards. I mean, come on. That's true. Yeah, yeah we're we're very we're disrespectful to the rules card. of the show at this wild point card. because we're seasoned veterans. That's right. That's funny. I'm a seasoned veteran. I do what I want. I do what I want. <laughs> Francisco said we need to be shirtless for this. I don't think you want to see that. You, you don't, don't want to see that. Maybe e maybe for EJ, but like how pale I am. It's so there. Uh, let's yeah. You don't yeah. want that. You yeah, look at that. YouTube might ban us. You should have worn yeah. like those ab shirts, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I went to the I went to uh, I went to the Dude Perfect live show this weekend. Mm -hmm. Um, nice. it was it it was my kid's birthday present from like three years ago, but it kept on getting canceled because of COVID, right? And so we finally went, and one of the I don't know if y'all have ever seen it, but like they do this segment called Cool Not Cool, where they show off like. You know, they they someone shows off a thing that they got and they have to, you know, say, oh, I think that's cool or not. Anyway, one of them was like this full on muscle suit, you nice. know, like with like abs and everything. It's like, yeah, I need to get me one of those. <laughs> Look good. Yeah, um, we are. We are not on Facebook because Facebook, all of Facebook is down right now. So unfortunately, yeah. we're not streaming on there. I'll have to post a link to it or something. And uh, so. Whatever, whatever. If we do have a new graphics package for those of you who are actually watching, yeah, it's beautiful. I worked hard on it. Oh boy, worked hard on oh it. Oh boy, what's but EJ doing it's too, now? It's, it's uh -oh. getting too hot in my car. Oh. <laughs> I'm gonna go on my patio, my car that's, patio. Yeah, yeah that's probably coffee, better, guys. And then I'm gonna, you know, <laughs> gotta go mow the lawn real go quick. Mow the lawn. Go mow the lawn in my walk, walk us, and you know. So what are we going to do, actually? I have a couple questions here. We might take some calls later if we feel like it. Not, yeah. not at the moment, but we might do that. Got that kind of set up to go. Uh, I do want to mention real quick, though, before we really get into it, the scholarship program has been extended. We have quite a few. I apologize for the sirens behind me, but they found me. Um, <laughs> I don't know how, but they found me. I don't me. know how, but Run they found me. Party! 
the scholarship has been extended to October 31st. We, we wanted to extend it. We got some really great entries for the Unreal Scholarship. We didn't get quite as many for Houdini, and I just I feel like we haven't been pushing it enough and like spreading the word enough. So if you know anybody that uh, you think is really good for transitioning into adding Houdini to their arsenal of things and they just um, don't maybe can't afford to purchase the software and the training and all of that, please share this scholarship program with them. It's MoGraph.com slash scholarship. You can pick the Unreal one or the Houdini one and, uh, and apply. And we've got some great judges and uh, all the info is on the site. But I just wanted to mention that before we get going. So that's, that's all the, uh, the week wrap-up that I have for today. And uh, so I wanted, to, I wanted to start out and get us going in this conversation real quick by asking EJ about R25. Uh, that UI, bro. Tell us about it. Yeah. Yeah, did you hear about it? No one's been talking about it, I feel like. I heard about uh, it, but I haven't played with it yet. How is it? Uh, you know, it. it if you've watched, <laughs> I think that explains it all. Mm. <laughs> uh, I will say that there are some things that are nice. There's some things that are not so great. But I think if you sit with it long enough, it's actually like some things make sense. Mm -hmm. And, you know, now that they're on this, like, subscription plan like hopefully like they could if enough people complain like why the hell did you bury reset transform button and the thing or like why the mm. hell are the uh check boxes that used to be green like grayed out so like you don't even know if like those that check box is there it's a lot of weird mm. color things mm. that they took away that as an artist mm. you're like looking for those green check boxes that are no longer there and stuff like that. What so, green checkboxes um, are you talking about? Yeah, I'm trying to figure like out. Like that you mean. activate like a deform or a, a object, right? Oh, the right. Oh. Those aren't X. there anymore? They're there, but they're gray. They're not green. Ew, anymore. that's gross. Yeah. So oh. little Is things like that. Is there a like way to go Ew. back? Ew. <laughs> <laughs> Ew, David. It's funny Ew. how like just the smallest differences will, will either make people really happy or extremely angry. Yeah. Like, One fact yeah. about the the ooh David for any Shit's Creek fan out there. Oh, see, I'm not. Uh, I don't know this. Oh, yeah. yeah. You should watch Shit's it. It's a very. I've seen the show. first episode. I didn't. I mean, I need to watch more, obviously. But yeah. I didn't. I wasn't sucked in after the first episode. So. So ooh David, which everyone says, anyone who mm -hmm. watches the show knows mm -hmm. ooh David. They say <laughs> that line one time. I know. In the entire. Yeah, sure. and it became a meme. David. And it became a thing. Yeah, yeah. weird. It's yeah, weird how that happened. She does say David or no David, David. Yeah. Or whatever. <laughs> you know, David, but not ooh David. Right. So, for anyone, I mean, that's your learning experience for the 300th episode today. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's like that surprise mother effer thing. Yeah, like yeah, I didn't realize that was from Dexter. I think uh, Revelo or somebody told me that. Dave, did you tell me that last night? Yeah, but wasn't it also Halo? like a, a popular Vine? There was a guy on vine who did oh, it all okay. the time too and he like french fries mother like he would just okay, change so he expanded on it and yeah. mummified it okay yeah yeah but r25 so here's my here's my take i i haven't had a chance to play with it yet and i want to and i think what i'm going to do i've been busy because we're about to have a baby so i haven't installed it yet and and i feel like uh there may be some some you know downtime a little bit 
that I might be able to play around with that when I'm not working. And, and I think forcing myself to use the interface is, is the way I'm going to go about it. I don't know about y'all. I think the problem with it all is like I've been like everyone has their own experiences with their own setup, but I've heard that it's pretty unstable. Like I've tried Redshift RT. Like for the love of God, save anytime you turn on Redshift RT because hmm. I've had it's crazy unstable there. Isn't that in beta um, though? Yeah. Okay. Well, but I'm just saying like save <laughs> because it's it's pretty unstable. Um, but it is cool to see like, ooh, this is really fast, and you know, like that's the first like Octane's Brigade isn't in beta yet, but it's. I hope we can start to see because we've heard about Brigade for so long and yeah. RT yeah. for so long and we're like, you know, we see Eevee all the time and it's like, oh, like, come on. Like, I want to get that for C4D. Mm -hmm. yeah. So it's cool that we're starting to see a little bit of it. But um, yeah. one thing see, I the biggest problem, about... The biggest problem with all these updates, you know, is especially when you're working with a studio, you know, for example... Yeah. Dave and I had a big project that we worked on this year, you know, and we were on 23 all through it. Couldn't update to 24 when 24 came out, you know, and now once 25 is announced, we got picked up on another job that's lasting until March and well, they're yeah. using 23 and it's like, yeah. like their entire farm is set up for 23 and it's like, okay, so at what point are we supposed to, you know, upgrade and stuff like that right you know it's like i'm still on 22 and 23 yeah 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 there's no there's no real re i guess like the 24 had the the brush i feel like it's the major quality of life improvements that'll get me to, to upgrade like r20 was huge because of fields and so yeah. that was like a major thing that would cause me to upgrade but if it's just like ui changes then i just don't care that much you know yeah well, here's the thing. Like, it's a lot to retrain your brain. Like, get, I'm, Absolutely. I've, been, mm -hmm. it, I've been using it since beta, so like a month now, and mm -hmm. I'm still like, what the hell? Like, where's this thing? Like, there's a lot of things that like, a lot of things are like, I always talk about reducing pixel miles, like the amount of distance your mouse travels across mm -hmm. the screen. Mm -hmm. And there are some things like putting all the objects right near the object manager. That's cool. But then yeah. there's some things where they moved the like point edge and polygon selection tools away from where like the like model but model mode button is where you can actually select objects so you now you have to like go up to the top to grab your point tool or point selection mode and then go to the left mm -hmm. to get your uh like your move tool or whatever and before that was all on the left you know so that's one thing that i'm like bless you <laughs> Um, that's one thing you have to get used to. But and you can you can go back to the previous interface, right? Isn't right. there like a, a mode to just right. go back to how it used yeah. to be? Right. And, and I don't like the And like if you're if you're like using C four D if you're like a, an advanced user or even like just in the program every day every day, it makes sense to like configure the software to yourself, you know? Absolutely. I completely yeah. agree with that. Yeah. You know, because there's there I don't think two people use C forty the same way. Right. You know, right. like everyone does it differently. And then once you I, I think once you reach a certain level, 
you know, you start to customize your screen by yourself and how you like it. So yeah, but I think updates it's, like this, I don't think are going to affect you that. I much. think it's better right. though if you if you're going to customize that you customize the new interface and not try and go back to the old and customize. Right. Yeah. Start yeah. with the new one and then bring back the things you loved about the old one. Like mm-hmm. get the best of both worlds. Yeah. Yeah. Billy said something that yeah. you, he said you can just edit the icon sheet. You don't need to pay yeah. for any subscriptions to get that back. It's an easy fix. Yeah. Oh, because they were talking about the fact that there are some um, there are some things that have been somehow added back in through GSG Plus, I guess, mm. or something. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, uh, yeah, Chad Ashley made something to get the green ticks back. Oh, oh yeah. interesting. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So it's all those little things. Also, like I just I, I feel like we're gonna. I love Maxon, but sometimes they don't do themselves any favors by like not marketing the cool features very well. Like yeah. the track modifier tag, I think is like super cool. And I just saw someone today do something really cool with capsules combined with mm. like fields and stuff like that. And he made this like cool like energy. Tune yeah, I saw that one. Thing. That one was mm-hmm. super that? cool. Yeah, that was yeah. rad. I didn't like, see that. Using a capsules and like yeah. And I feel like is the track track modifier tool is like time tracks. Is that right? But like yeah. an upgrade to it. Yeah, it's a parametric version of that. So you don't. Oh, have that's to, rad. Like, yeah. Do the track dragging the thing like that. Right, was right. It was a pain in the ass. Later, so like, many people never even knew about time tracks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's also funny because they added some uh, some icons to the interface. So like the doodle tool is there, which I think. Probably there's a lot of people out there that didn't even know what the doodle tool was or like how you can use it. Um, and then there was also they added the cappuccino button, and people oh, were like, cool. "Oh, I'm so glad." They, yeah, and every, I saw some people saying like, "Oh, I'm so glad they brought back cappuccino," and I'm like, "It's like it's it was always, always there." Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is the uh, this is the thing that they yeah. said. The Powerball, Powerball, yeah, Powerball. capsules cool. and fields. Interesting. That's cool. Hmm. But how is that? How is that different than like if you were on R twenty? What's the new feature that they're using to? Create? I think so. It's cap capsule. Yeah. Right. Capsules uh, is just that's just the name of their like node thing, right? Yeah, am, it's am their it's basically what when they go to this new node based version, capsules are like. Instead of the cloner object, there's going to be a capsule cloner object where you can dig into the guts and see all the nodes and, like, customize it and build your own plugins, basically, if you wanted Weird. to out of a cloner. Mm-hmm. So the so, capsule's, like, front-facing. <laughs> capsule, uh, to me, just means the primitive object. Am I, I'm like... You're right, me too. <laughs> what is... what? I don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I mean, it is... Capsules are the node-based versions of all your standard C4D objects. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't, I didn't even know that. You know, okay. it, uh, we've talked about how cool it would be, you know, a long time ago, how cool would it, it would be, like, with Houdini, you can, like, go into the individual nodes and readjust things from there. Yes. You mm-hmm. know, to be able to go into some of these other things, and that's basically what they're doing here right. with capsules. Thomas Not the primitive capsules, capsules, but capsules as its own thing. <laughs> is HDA well, Houdini digital yeah, assets is... basically like where you can yeah. go in to yeah. prom- promote okay. like 
different yep. um yeah parameters yep. and all okay. that kind of stuff that makes yeah sense. all that stuff that's over my head sounds great yeah, right. <laughs> it's stuff that i feel like well, i would that- be really into if i had the time just like i'm really i really love working with espresso when i have a minute to work with espresso yeah absolutely you know well yeah. the thing though is that the promise of capsules is that you're going to have like the power of houdini but only have to only have that capsule that nice capsule ui with your parameters and stuff and you never mm-hmm. have to really dig into espresso because if you think oh, about okay. it like all co- like cloners are a bunch of freaking python code but you never yeah. have to dig into python code right. but if you know python you could do some cool stuff with it you make your yeah. own plugins and sell your own plugins blah blah, blah. so mm-hmm. like yeah they have a few cool things that like i think people can start using right away one is a capsule where you can parametrically adjust the axis so if you have a cube uh, oh that's a game changer it's so dumb that you can't move the axis on parametric objects with capsules you can do that and they have like a greeble thing and you can procedurally model too so you can do like procedural bevels and inner extrudes which are called inset now why do they keep (laughs) changing all the names (laughs) (laughs) i don't know I don't uh, like what, change. You, don't, you, you, you uh, I, yeah. I mean, I'm still Hyper-nerve, using hypernerves over here. Yeah, come on. Yeah, right, yeah. yeah. it just that was so, a way cooler name, anyway. Yeah. Like, and like, come on, reset PSR. Now it's what reset transform. Reset transform. I guess that makes more sense, but yeah. I mean, yeah. no, it doesn't. It doesn't. You know. All all I'll say is that when you use R25, the commander is your best friend because you're like, yeah. where the hell? Yeah. Thing go up, oh, but the thing is, you'll get so used to using the commander, you're gonna stop using all the buttons. That's fine, you know. What's wrong with that? You, yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I use it. Yeah, I use a bit of both, you know. Yeah, yeah. I buttons use are nice and satisfying to click. So, shift C <laughs> all the time, all the time. Yeah, yeah. what are the most you know what, you know what they say? ABC always be <laughs> always shift C in, shift C, yeah, A B shift C. One of the most one of the most ridiculous <laughs> – let me say my joke. Let's keep interrupting you, yeah. EJ. <laughs> <laughs> it's the – hey, what's that? It's the interrupting EJ. Uh, one of the most ridiculous things I've seen is people are like, oh, this looks like Blender now. This looks like Blender now, which you, Blender you made also that looks joke. like – which also <laughs> looks like Maya. No, no, no. I was a joke based off of tweets I was seeing oh, where oh, okay. one person's like, this looks like Blender now. I'm just going to use Blender now. Like, but what? why, though? Why? why? Because it looks like Blender. I'm going to go use Blender now. Doesn't okay. make sense, uh-huh. but okay. Yeah. Weird. I I, I don't understand all the, the, the hate with... It's like Blender... <laughs> it, it's a... Um... Oh, what's, the, what's the phrase? Uh, uh, misery loves company, you know? It's like Blender people just want everyone to use Blender. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't get yeah. it. Just, just, <laughs> just use, use what you like. You, yeah. yeah. Why not? All right. You don't yeah, use Blender. Yeah, sweeping generalizations about you know it's very very racist. No, I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I guess the general consensus the general consensus for R25 is just dive in. Just, just, just yeah. do it. Just do it. I mean, the I, thing is, I we're all eventually going to get there anyway, right? You know, and we're all going to grumble and grumble, and you know, I'm sure Maxon knew that was going to happen. We were all going to grumble about the user, the right. interface, but here it is, 
and let's just get it over with yeah. and we'll learn it and then be fine. Because if you stick... One oh, really, sorry, go really ahead. small thing. Just sorry, this is a random bitch, but uh, back in R20 when you hit the space bar, it used to switch back to the live selection tool no matter what. And mm. just that small change, now it just switches between the two previous tools that you've used. Mm-hmm. But just that small change throws me so much because now there's not like... That used to be my shortcut for the live selection tool. Right. But now mm. it's like you have to go hit nine... Where the where the hell is that on the keyboard? All the way up there? No way. It's <laughs> a lot of travel space. And like, I put a lot of effort into making sure I don't have to move my hand at all. Yeah, <laughs> it's the laziest, you know. Right. Shift C. Uh, shift C. Yeah. Shift C. The the <laughs> always just shift C live selection tool. Because the thing about yep. like using R twenty three for now or whatever for now, which a lot of us are doing because we're working on projects, is that by the time we get to twenty five. And by the time some of the new ones roll out, 27 will be out. But yeah. you're going to need to know that interface by then. Like, that's why I'm saying just force yourself to do it. You know, do a yeah. daily on it and just get into it and you'll get used to it. It's just like muscle memory stuff. It's like switching mm-hmm. to Windows, you know? Or mouse Wacom, you know? Like, yeah. you need, I needed to commit to a Wacom for two weeks and then I was fine. Right. It was the same thing with. 4D, you know, right. Like so I funny. took a good two weeks working in it every day, and that's only when you can really. It's like even even if you want to make a decision between Octane, Redshift, or Arnold, like you have to spend some good time with right. it to really mm-hmm. feel for how it works, and then make your decision, not off of mm-hmm. a. Yeah. Oh, this looks dumb. Oh, this yeah. looks like blood. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Like just spend some time with it. Yeah. Take mm-hmm. it out on a date. Buy it a nice mm-hmm. steak dinner and never call it again. <laughs> I like uh, I, I like Ad Morris. Yeah, this is really it's embarrassingly blender users are the vegans of CG. <laughs> <laughs> or like I say, CrossFitters. You know, right, right. The CrossFit. Yeah, know how you know how you. It's a blender user. They tell you. Oh, nice. <clears throat> Billy's got a, a fancy script that switches between live select and rectangle select. Nice. Uh, there you go. But yeah, he didn't. Yeah, he says he didn't realize that the change took took place that I'm talking about with the mm-hmm. just the simple spacebar thing. Yeah, that they really. Added a, they added a cool widget to the UI that is actually the previously used tools. So that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? There's a lot. You know, there is a lot of cool things like that, like the search, the filter search, and the tags. Like if you right click on an object and you get that full tag list, and there's like so many tags. You mm-hmm. can like search for like constraint and just type in C O N. Oh, good. And it oh, that's out. because nice. I still don't know. They they changed the the where layout the of that are. like exactly. years exactly. ago, and I still don't un- yeah. I don't know where Me everything too. else is. Yeah, 100%. yeah. And that's the so, worst because you couldn't shift C those. Yeah, you could shift that though. Could you? Could you? You could. Oh, constraint okay. tag. Oh, yeah, I didn't you know you have, that. have that object selected that you wanted to add it to. I think. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, you can shift C. Let, let's let's shift some gears here because I've got some. Let's I've got shift some, C over to something. Let's else. shift C over to. <laughs> let, let's, shift C back to you. Yeah. Let, let's shift C to the rise of MoGraph. I wanted to. I wanted to get our three hundo conversation going a little bit, and do like re- way back, kind of a retrospective or something. You know. Yeah. And so the first thing that I was going to bring up was just the rise of MoGraph in general and early MoGraph and your influences, the GSGs, the video co-pilots, 
how you kind of got Damn. into this, the classic tutorials. Because when we started this show, it was – what year did we even start the show? 2015? 2015, 2016, 2016, something like that. Uh, well, 300 it was episodes. 300 episodes yeah. ago. <laughs> well, okay. 300 so and then some okay. since we've done so specials. It's, and... it's a, a little six years plus. Sure. Okay, so in that – was that first E that you, you guys went to? Where you, we all met. Oh, NAB. that was yeah. What was yeah? When for, was that? Good question. That was the limo, right? It was Wasn't the one where the I presented. Yeah, and yeah. well, the, it was the limo where nobody went on the limo except for me. <laughs> yeah, I was drunk yeah. and they had to take me to the airport. <laughs> yeah, because EJ drunk got you drunk on sour beers. On sour beers. Yeah, that. <laughs> that was was it. Twenty fifteen or twenty sixteen? I think it was twenty sixteen. Like oh. Might beers. be twenty sixteen. Because you guys, if you guys started the show in 2015, I feel like it was almost a year into the show when yeah. we finally like met in person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and so it was. Yeah. Uh, I would look, but Instagram is down. Oh, I so. know everything's down. Oh. Gosh, every. Hmm. So good. Here's the thing: <laughs> With, even in that short amount of time, a lot has changed. Like a lot has changed. Yeah. We were on like Octane version two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we and were, they just had yeah. motion blur as a new feature. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we were like so like in that short amount of time. And it's, one it's... day that'll get fixed. <laughs> right? What's wrong with motion blur? Motion blur is mostly great. I mean, actually, it does it does it's do crashy. Some really annoying it just it's crashy. I love me. motion blur, it, yeah. but it's crashy. Yeah, and it it often doesn't show up properly unless right. you refresh mm-hmm. and stuff. Right. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, or it'll you know if you've got like your something nested underneath your camera and you're moving the camera. Then it'll blur out, you know, unless mm-hmm. you put an octane object tag on there. And even then, yep. it only shows up properly if you are like moving a few frames at a time. But if you move too far, then it just streaks out again. So yeah, there are definitely annoying things. Yeah. Often it's like, yeah, I'll have to do this dance of like playing with the octane object tag and trying to get the settings right for certain motion blur. Because there's yeah. like there's like uh, some setting in the octane object tag that's like enabled um, for check, you know, check updates or something like that yeah, or. Yeah. You know, and that sometimes fixes it, or sometimes you got to bake the camera and bake the object mm-hmm. to fix stuff. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it, it's very finicky sometimes, it's true. But, yeah. You know. And motion blur and particles can be really annoying. Like, yeah. I had an issue this weekend where I was just trying to do the simplest kind of like, I just started with an X particles like snow sim, but it's like ash falling from the sky. So, mm-hmm. close enough. Um, yeah. But it, it just, like, you know, how you're supposed to be able to put an octane object tag on the emitter. And get it to um, just enable particle rendering, basically yeah. for instances, right? Yeah, yeah. That didn't work for me in the latest version of Octane at all. Really, like, just wasn't working at all. So I like had to revert back to twenty twenty one point five, and then it just started working again. So it's just stuff like that, you know, really annoying. Huh, but you know, with I guess the relationship to motion blur there was that i at first i was trying to hack it by putting the platonic object in the generator yeah but then i've got like a million actual instances that are not bypassing the the viewport so like motion blur when i tried to turn that on it was like taking 10 minutes per frame to to even launch a frame so it was like why are you using a generator (laughs) in the first place you're using x X particles right i'm saying that i i at first, when that issue was happening, where oh. I couldn't use particle rendering, I was just bypassing oh, it with gotcha. a generator. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. Uh, okay. But that was yeah, slowing yeah. everything down so horribly. So yeah. Yeah, the answer. I have a tendency reverting. not to use generators. Generators. No, me neither. Like... 
yeah. like if I can avoid it. But like, yeah, the the particle rendering just wasn't working at all in Octane. Weird. For so, weird. so you know, just stuff like that is annoying. But yeah, and then the motion blur thing made it much much worse. So yeah, yeah. I I was rendering out something. I was helping <clears> out Mitch Myers one time. Uh, he needed some extra render power yeah. and uh, we were wondering why this render was taking so long is because he was using X particles and had motion blur on every single particle and it was right. like exponentially increasing the render wow. time for each frame well, that was a long time ago I don't know that. if it still does that but yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just saw that now they've got a, a fancy like or you know with like fluid sims you can do um now you can do motion blur with X particles. There's yeah. a mm-hmm. like just one tick box that creates those three vertex tags. Uh, I think That's it's called cool. like velocity transfer or something like That's that. Nice. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. But yeah. even in that stuff, at that point when we started doing a show and we all met each other and everything, that was already the kind of the dawn of the the um, the GPU rendering age. But even yeah. before that. There was a lot going on. We were still in that world back in the the CPU days. I remember watching um, EJ when I was working at an ad agency. Wa- watching EJ up on stage and Matthias was introducing him. All, you know, didn't know any of y'all <laughs> at the time. And back in those days, it was you know full on GSG every day. You know what I mean? There mm-hmm. weren't a lot of resources. Um, how yeah. how did y'all yeah. get into this in the first place? Uh, making <laughs> stupid, making stupid Zelda parodies with my friends in undergrad. <laughs> That's how I started getting into filmmaking. Then it was like, you know, video editing for a while, and you know, eventually finding After Effects because I, I definitely gravitated towards the software more than like shooting. You know, mm-hmm. I'm just like pretty clumsy in general, so <laughs> the shooting was not my forte. But I, I mean, I don't know. I was just at first dabbling in everything, like any and all. Post production jobs, like uh, yeah, shooting, editing, color grading, stuff too, right? Yeah, a lot of color, a lot of VFX, you know, just like experimenting with all the all the stuff and things, and eventually honing in on 3D is the thing that I loved, which is weird because at first I I hated 3D, I hated doing the Cinema 4D jobs that we had at our company back mm-hmm. in the day because probably because rendering was so damn slow, you know, the, yeah. just the boxes and trying to light things properly, it was just not very fun. And also all the C4D jobs we had were like stage renderings and they were really tedious and boring. And uh, it was just like my least favorite part of the job at first. So it took me a while to like actually fall in love with 3D. For for a long time, I was just all about After Effects and Andrew yeah. Kramer. Because, you know, Andrew Kramer's hot. So what can you do? Yeah, he is. <laughs> he is hot. <laughs> baby blue eyes. He's a he's baby he's blue a eyes. God. He works out. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, um, breaking news. I just got this in. Oh we boy. are going to have to have a heart out at about one, at about two o'clock. Uh, you having okay. a baby? Yeah. Oh, so shit. two o'clock. We got to head to the hospital. All right. Yeah. We've rehearsed cool. this by going in once before. So I think we got that part down. Uh, but yeah. Congratulations. Thanks. Is it actually going to happen this time? Yeah. It's actually right. going to happen this time. Yeah, just, All right. Yeah. Just got, uh, uh, the entire t- <laughs> just got word from got word from Julie, but it's not. She's like, it's not a, it's not a rush. They just said, get your things packed. So and that's like an hour and twenty minutes from now. Hour yep. twenty minutes from now, we'll log off, and I gotta head out. We're not so. gonna make it. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, it's not. It's yeah. It's fine. It'll it'll be fine. Um. 
So yeah, yeah, we need at anyway. least three hours, though, Dave. I'm sorry, you can't go meet yeah. your baby yet. Well, you know, yeah. we'll 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 ask her if we have permission to go till three. You know, um, no, but I, just, I no, the whole, the whole no, two will be fine. Two will be fine. Yeah. No. Can you hold? Yeah, hold it. We're on a podcast. Yeah. No, she's yeah. not. She's not like in labor or anything. So it's okay. This okay, is okay. like get your stuff. Yeah, head over. Why aren't you like running away no, right now? It, because yeah. it, it's it's a induction thing. They're like it, it's not like her water broke and she's like waiting on me or anything. It's just oh, the doctor okay, so. said, you know, <laughs> um, you could you wait a second? Yeah. Come on, I'm yeah. on a this show. This is the yeah. 300th episode. Do you know how important this is for the entire <laughs> you know MoGraph community? You have a 300. Do you know how much episode? we prepared for this show? <laughs> <laughs> not at all. Uh, yeah, that would be funny. I just kind of walk away with the box and y'all just keep going. Until the yeah. internet goes out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll have to make up my own Dorpy jokes. Yeah, I know. Oh, no. I got Dorpy yeah. stuff planned Dorpy for... Voice. You'll have yeah. to do the How Dorpy. bad will they be then? Yeah. Real. Real bad. <laughs> Live delivery stream, yeah. That's funny. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, man. I'm sure Julie would love that. Yeah. All the cameras I got everywhere. You never know. It's like it could be yeah. a call-in show, you know. Get multiple people in. You know. Name this one Maxon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and name name Dave's next kid Maybe Maxon. Yeah, Maybe Maxon. It's a good. That'll be, that'll be. I like that. Yeah, that's a good middle name. I like that. Yeah. That's a good name. Just name him. Is it? Yeah. Is, Not is, is, like it's, a girl. it's a girl. It's a girl. Yeah. yeah. Renderina. Renderina. <laughs> Renderina. Mograph. Jules. Yeah. Yeah. Jules. <laughs> See, every, everybody would just think Jules Jr. is is uh, Jules because Julie. of Julie. Yeah, right. But it's See, perfect. Because of Jules. It works. Perfect. Yeah, it works. Yeah, that's true. I could just uh, pipe in my phone and just you know live stream the whole thing. You know, no no yeah. big deal. Um, <laughs> well, you would, but Facebook lives down. So right. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. that's true. So it's, none of it's real if it's not on Facebook. So right, yep. yeah, reality is gone. Um, all right, so let's talk about the <laughs> Maxon. <laughs> Maxon. So I wonder who who is Maxon right now on YouTube because they said we vote Baby yeah. Matthias. <laughs> Baby Matthias. <laughs> yeah. Isn't Maxon usually Kevin? Yeah, it's usually Kevin. Right? Yeah, but sometimes Kevin gets on to talk. So yeah. I don't know. I don't know if he's flipping back and forth or if it's if oh, it's Rick hilarious. or maybe Max it's Rick or maybe it's Paul. Matthias. Might be Paul. Yeah. Matthias is like yeah. We vote Baby Matthias. <laughs> baby Matthias. I'll just have to tell her that everybody is. Uh, I uh, everybody's I voted that vote. For yeah. Baby yeah. Matthias. Yeah. Yeah. Just don't let Kevin do it because he'll name it some like NFT project he's shilling at the time. Breaking Bad or The Wire. <laughs> Name it Sweater Rats. NFT. Yeah, it's Sweater yeah. Rats. <laughs> um, all right, so on that note, uh, what we were talking about earlier, in the rise of MoGraph, um, I, I also wanted to talk about like like networking and why it's important and kind of do that in, in telling about how we all met each other because we yeah. we met kind of different ways, I guess, like – EJ, we talk. I mean, we know how David. We know how we we met. It was yeah, through the show. We we owe all of our success to David Aria. That's true. One hundred percent. That is true. That Ridiculous is, to say. That is true. You guys are sweet as always, but I don't mm. know. because you were that's the true. one that was like in. If that's true, then I'm going to say I owe yeah. all my success to EJ because EJ got me so many <laughs> hookups. He like well, you know connected me with School of Motion. You know mm -hmm. like 
boosted me with his YouTube channel and suge- suggested I do Octane tutorials. Like, I wouldn't have very much of a social media presence today if it weren't for EJ. So there you go. You can all Pass so my feet. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> all know EJ. This is all because of you. Yeah. No, but I mean, I'm, I'm happy to, you know, do, I, and I wouldn't have get my start if it wasn't for, like, Nick Campbell because, like, mm-hmm. it was him and the, com- the community he built. I think, like, that's the community that we know today. It just, like, sprouted into so many different things. But, you know, I, di- I didn't get connected with anyone up until nick and like the chat rooms like the live streams that you guys are doing now we're like you're you kind of took the torch and kept going with what nick kind of started with those live streams because remember when they would do the gsg lives mm-hmm, or i don't mm-hmm. know which came first i think it was the max on live streams with rick and uh oh man rick and who else would it? it would be rick it would just be rick by himself right and uh, sometimes Rob Bear, uh, Rob Garrett, mm-hmm. and they would do their live streams, and then they would just like throw to Nick on GSG Live, and there was like that like MoGraph Power Hour mm-hmm. kind of deal oh, going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. And that was super cool. And it was just like that's how I got to know. Well, also like Twitter became a thing back around that time too. So it was just like mm-hmm. a perfect storm of like social media was beginning and like nick was there to help facilitate that um but like i got inspired to like because i saw all the chicago meetups that were going on i was like i need to go to like a dc meetup here because i was in Mm -hmm. dc at the time Mm -hmm. and they just had like a general animators meetup and the guy was like i knew the guy uh from again just being active online and on twitter and he's like, hey, we have this C4D themed one that's sponsored by Maxon. Do you know anyone who knows C4D other than yourself? And I was like, it's like not really. Like everyone I know is just like After Effects because this is like back in right. 2011. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty um, new. Yeah, and or like anyone else that was in uh, like 3D was using Maya because it's all government work, and you know yeah. how slow government is to like react to like new tech and stuff like that. Right, so it was right, like right. Maya was the thing that professionals use, so we're just going to use that. Um, and like really, MoGraph and C4D didn't really get popular until what 2010. Yeah, that's, that's when I started. I, yeah, C4D. I got into it around 2011 myself. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. when I started my whole. Which one was well, the easiest one to steal online? That was into. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The the funny thing is that um, when I pay for it now, yeah, yeah me when, too. when I I've got four yeah. licenses, I'm legit now. Yeah, yeah we legit. pay for everything. I now. have two X particles licenses. Yeah. <laughs> so whenever uh, see when I whenever I really realized that C4D is what I wanted to pursue, and I was getting into GSG, I decided to do like a little project just to to learn it, and and the first one actually was uh, doing Nick's five second project thing which i got an honorable mention in uh the first time i yeah. ever used c4d and i was like okay awesome i like this nice, it was easy nice. to use yeah, the five second projects were the og like yeah uh contest you know mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and that Those was 11.5 c4d 11.5 <laughs> i think um but the the interesting thing is that back then uh well first of all it was when my daughter was born and it was kind of like that two-week phase where you don't even know what's going on and you just you get a few minutes to yourself and you're like i don't know sit down here and learn cinema 4d but um yeah 
back then there was no real good networking in as far as like my area like facebook was sort of new there were there wasn't much in the way of slack or discords or any of that and my whole this is before mm-hmm. i met matt and and my whole yeah. deal was like i want to find people i i heard about these chicago c4d meetups and i'm like man i really want to do something like that i really want and so i started scouring the internet for c4d people that lived in dallas and i found like maybe four and mm-hmm. and so I would I got actually... no good meetups, no good meetups <laughs> for the first like four or five years of my career because I was in Charlottesville, Virginia. Yeah, I was literally the only person other than my buddy David Sachak who worked at my company doing C four D. Oh yeah, um, yeah. But I mean, like the first meetup I went meetups I went to were probably well, I went to NAB in like 2013, but it was lame because I was with my coworker who just wanted to like drink a lot of beer and eh. you know, I mean, like Look well, there's nothing cameras. wrong with that, but he, <laughs> you know, there was no. I wasn't entrenched in the C4D community. I like, you know, met Nick Campbell and like had stars in my eyes and like told him how much, mm-hmm. you know, all his tutorials changed my life. And that was about it. Like I stuck around the Maxon booth for a hot second, but because I was with this guy who wanted to like just go bar hopping all over Vegas, I didn't really get any kind of legit NAB experience. Um, and then, yeah, I think it wasn't until like 2015 that I went to some, started going to meetups in DC and finally went to that. Max on Roadshow, where I met Matthias and EJ for the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was. And I gave you an Otoy shirt. You gave me your Otoy <laughs> shirt right off your back. back. And then you, your shining, rippling muscles were there. And, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's not talk about that. There was somebody in <laughs> Dallas that I originally talked to way back in those days. And I am not sure if it's Thomas. He's in the chat right now. I don't remember if it was Thomas or not. At the time, there was somebody where I found their website, and it said they were in Dallas. And I was like, oh, my gosh, can I just put you on a list in case we ever can get a meetup mm-hmm. going? Because I just wanted to find those other nerds. And now cut to mm-hmm. 11 years later, and yeah. now we have There's connections with every nerd you can possibly imagine <laughs> in the incredible uni- in this incredible universe. So, um totally. It, it's it's just amazing how that's that's happened, and it, it's it's so great because you know. Long story short, David, you listened to the show, and you would mm-hmm. send us the emails that we were setting off your Amazon dingus, mm-hmm. and we would joke yep. about that. And then somehow it was easier to interact with you guys because you were so informal, and like there were so <laughs> many moments during the podcast where I was like screaming at my phone when yeah. you wouldn't remember the name of something. I'm like, no, you got it totally <laughs> wrong. It still happens. Uh, so like, yeah, it still happens. <laughs> But now you've yeah. got the chat for when it's like, what was the name of that thing? And right. people are just yeah. like this. And you're like, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we were you audio know, only, too. I, I really liked it uh, when we were in Vegas, like when we met oh, yeah, for the first was, time in Vegas. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. you came and did the podcast with us oh, yeah. in our room. And you knew all wow. the inside jokes and everything. <laughs> it's like it, it's like we had known each other for years. Yeah. <laughs> I drank a lot of scotch. And, and yeah. it was like, kind of sketchy walking at 4 a.m. from because the last right. stop on the monorail like you guys were at the stratosphere one yeah right? we were yeah. yeah and so like there was like you know 10 a 10 minute walk from the last monorail stop to there and i don't know i just felt like i was gonna get shot or something <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was a sketchier you know area of vegas yep. right that was back when we could only afford the stratosphere yes. right yeah a hundred dollar special yeah, Thomas yeah. said it was Reddit. I think where where we met, and then we ended up meeting each mm. other here because we worked on. I think he worked for the N- local NBC affiliate, and I was up there for some reason. 
I don't even remember how it went down. But what was great, though, David, you introduced us because you were speaking from Axon, and we were like, oh, my gosh, like, mm -hmm. yep. that's amazing. We want to meet these people. And you really were like, here, meet this person, meet this person. Yeah, here's Paul I was just passing it on because Matthias yeah. had introduced me to everyone. Like, it, was, it felt like a family immediately. Like, mm -hmm. I didn't feel like an outsider at all. Like, you know, so, yeah, Matthias, like, even introduced me to Andrew Kramer that that time and mm -hmm. you know all my all my dreams were coming true with meeting all my MoGraph heroes and that same <laughs> year actually we were trying to do like little interviews you know just kind of whatever around the booth and stuff and we were just chilling at the booth the whole time and along that lines of people who are so welcoming uh paul babb comes up to us and he's like you guys are spending a lot of time here you know you only mm -hmm. you only yeah. staying at this booth what's the deal and uh he's like do you do you want to join us tonight for a nice. for a show? Yeah, and we're like, uh, yeah, yeah. And so I'll this take is free tickets to an awesome show. This is the mm -hmm. this is the same night that EJ <laughs> got David drunk on the the sour beer. My favorite is when yeah. like I, don't I have that this I have this I image of yeah. Ariev walking in. Oh yeah, it's just so happy. EJ <laughs> got me drunk on sour <laughs> beers. EJ got me drunk on sour beers. I was That's also. What I Oh yeah, I'm, I know what you're talking about. Later, I was stressed out though because I had to like get my whole room key situation yep. sorted, oh, yeah. and yep. the, the key itself had become demagnetized, and I had to make <laughs> it to the airport on time. And wow. then, of course, I had to wait in that forever long line at the um, MGM Grand, uh, like an hour before my fucking ho uh, flight was leaving. So yeah. that was not fun, especially while you're drunk. That's not fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> EJ's connection has become completely potato. Where are you? Yeah. I see a basketball court behind you. EJ EJ's about to be murdered. I know. <laughs> I, I told you I'm walking 300 miles in celebration for your 300th episode. So now <laughs> I was now walking. So uh, uh, what? So interesting story, you know. Uh, uh, that same December or whatever, after we had all met up, I told my wife, I said, okay, because there was a, there was a, <laughs> there was a meetup in Washington, D.C. that Ariev was speaking at that same year, right? Mm -hmm. And I believe oh, yeah. it was December. Yeah, yeah. And I said, I told my wife, I said, hey, so this is my birthday or whatever for a birthday present. I want a ticket to go to Washington, D.C. to hang out with Ariev <laughs> and to, uh, like, talk go to, to this meetup. Yeah, and yeah. talk to Matthias. Because Dave and I, from the very beginning, we were like, we want to present for Maxon. How cool would that be? Blah, 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 mm -hmm. you know? And so... I went there with the with the goal, the 100% goal of getting us into uh, presenting for Maxon. And sure enough, hung out with it Matthias. Works. We all hung out. We had a good time. And uh, that very next uh, NAB, you know, we were uh, we were presenting for Maxon, which was awesome. Yeah, a lot of fun. Um, I have a question for y'all. So, so uh, classic t tutorials. What is okay. your favorite classic tutorial? Hmm, that's a that's hard a, one. That's a good I one. I love the face warp one from Andrew Kramer, the, the demon face. Yeah. That's, that's yeah, yeah. classic. You can't that. go wrong with that one. That's a good one. Um, uh, the, the crumble one from Andrew Kramer is really good as well. That's a good one. I yeah. like that one. Fly um, from space. Oh, fly from yeah, space. Yeah, you can't yeah. go wrong with fly from space. Oh, and I, the orbs one, the orbs one at the time was like, I can make a 3D orb with stuff inside of it. And it was all like, <laughs> yeah. but it was 2D, weird after effects, mm -hmm. hackery. EJ, yeah, it's so windy. One. 
There you go. There you go. There we go. So remember, um, but C4D tutorials. tutorials. I would say like Nick Campbell's uh, Cherry Seven Up. I was going to mm-hmm. say that too. That Thomas was, said that too in the chat. That yeah. was a good one. Yeah. That's how I there really learned MoGraph. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Vimeo so, one for for GSG. That was one of the first ones I did. That is burned into my brain. The what? Was that the? You know? Was that, the that was uh, tracking one? a scene and then putting the Vimeo logo yeah, in it? Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. What about you, EJ? Remember, like, I'm going to throw it even Mambi? back for this video. Mambi? What? Mambi? Keep, keep going. <laughs> Why are you interrupting me? That's so rude. <laughs> I think you've just got so much of a lag that, like, yeah. you don't realize that we're just talking with you. Yeah, there's you. a delay. <laughs> we're not talking over you. We're talking with you. Uh, but remember Ayato.web or Ayato at web? No. Search for it. It's still up. So Ayato, A-Y-A-T-O. This web. guy get my seed phrase hacked now. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Maybe these days you never know. Yeah. So, yeah, there's a password. Just enter in your seed phrase. It'll show you the details. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. So, I am these... customer support. You will input Hello, seed phrase. Uh, sure. I help no problem. you the map. Yeah. Metamask.net. Just enter C phrase, no problem. NFT mint you. So this had like, how to do like really good trap code shine and like star glow and like all the stuff because, or like trap code stroke, like the stroke, 3D stroke effect. 3D stroke. Yeah, because, like, I work – my very first job was broadcast news. So, like, all the, like, shiny glow strokes and shiny. Dark wipes and, and and light wipes and stuff like that, that was oh, – there it is. Oh, my goodness. And, wow. like, the panel, the panel wipes, like, this was, like, the holy grail of – I never knew like, about this. News, news, motion yeah. graphics, kind of broadcast stuff. design, broadcast Ooh. graphics. Yeah. So like it's that was a site where I'm like, and they're like, and they're like, if you click on, and I hope they have the quick time. It is so windy where you're at right <laughs> now. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> I love that it go. says after After Effects five point five. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> I love it. With the uh, the radio. Oh, another classic one for me. This was a course. Uh, Gareth Edwards' After Effects course was pretty fucking incredible. Yeah. Uh, and that was for FX PhD back in like 2010, 2011. FX PhD <clears throat> was my jam at the time. I, I did that for years and spent way too much money on it. And I even got like, I think like a dozen Houdini courses. I was like addicted to buying courses, but then I would never watch them. Like I didn't watch a single one of the Houdini courses. I'm like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to get to this. I'm going to become the best VFX artist ever and learn Houdini. And this was back in like 2014 or 2015. Uh, And yeah, so. Uh, Gareth Edwards was was the biggest influence for me. Yeah. For like VFX and stuff. Yeah. Because he, uh, I saw him speak at NAB, you know, for Adobe and there were like seven people in the audience you know me and a buddy of mine were two of them and like who knew that he was going to go on to be this powerhouse you know which is mm-hmm. crazy mm-hmm. so so what are your influences now like where do you think everything is is going forward like who who are you watching now who are you listening to are you watching tutorials and not and, enough you know I'm, I'm starting to get back into it um yeah, it's been it's been too long ever since I like 
ever since the beginning of LCR where I had to make a course, I like stopped mm-hmm. watching courses and tutorials, but mm-hmm. I'm finally getting back into it, starting to learn some new things. Um, yeah, I look to a lot of different sites. Like, uh, I mean, School of Motion is obviously great. <clears throat> Learn mm-hmm. Squared. <clears throat> Sorry. Um, and then MoGraph Mentors got some really nice courses, mm-hmm. um, like the Paul McMahon, like, stylistic modeling one. Um, yeah, Paul's yeah. I mean, obviously, you guys have got some really badass courses coming up. But, yeah, I'm most excited about getting into Unreal and, you know, um, what else? I don't know. Houdini? Unreal, probably. Are you going to do Houdini? Houdini. I am. I just I don't know when I'm going to find the time, as I've always said. But mm-hmm. it's definitely something I would love to do. I think my, my goal right now is just to make enough money that I don't have to <laughs> take on any jobs for a while like even nft jobs like i'm I'm only doing nft jobs right now i'm full-time on Mm -hmm. nfts i actually tried to do a a job for zed and i ended up bailing after a week because the Mm -hmm. nft scene was too distracting i was like sorry gabe (laughs) yeah i was gonna say did you pass it off to gabe and no well gabe is the one who hired me and i I passed it off Mm -hmm. to mark thorson actually um but uh yeah i mean i i did like a week's worth of work and then they fully changed directions and at that point i was like you know what this is like yeah i'm I'm making so much money on investments that this doesn't really make sense right now and you know i could be making so much more money on nfts it sucks to say that but gabe gets it like he's made tons of money on nfts as well so mm-hmm. yeah it, but it's weird it's like weird that it's like new career who dis you know and uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. hard yeah. to go back um yeah I don't know why why I went on that rant, but but um, we I, I want to when we get to NFTs, I definitely want to talk about that investing stuff too. Yeah. Um, oh boy. Ooh, Ooh, just somebody hit that. a button and messed everything up. <laughs> like I'm literally. A, I'm in a. Was that you, EJ? EJ. <laughs> what did I do? You hit some sort of like weird mode, together mode. I'm gonna go back to grid view so we get you back. This is there we go. <laughs> <laughs> Mograph purgatory. Mograph purgatory. That's so funny. wait, did that yeah, just change it on the live stream as well? It made all of the pictures go away. It's fine now. No, it doesn't show that on the live stream. It just makes oh, it just loses true. everybody's oh, input. Yeah. I was trying to just. Get oh, I back see back. that we're now just Skype symbols. That's good. No, it, it's back. Everything's fine. Oh, I'm fine. Um, oh, there I am. Okay, so uh, in the interest of time, because we only have fifty-five minutes left to labor. Um, oh, labor. <laughs> I, I wanted to uh, first before we get to the drop. I want to talk uh, about some of the links that uh, David that that you sent. You've got uh, quite a few of them here. Well, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. But you said you don't have too much to say about them. But I I do want right. to bring these up. Yeah, here. let's look at them anyway. They're really they're cool. Yeah. Uh, let me go back to my so chat so I can get on the same page with you here. The first one it's this Vimeo. I'll make sure I mute. Yeah, Foundation Main Titles. Yes, foundation mm. main titles. Uh, tell tell us about so this. This is a this is a show based on Isaac Asimov's books, uh, and I've been enjoying it. It's not as good as I hoped. It's a bit cold, but the it's beautiful to look at. Uh, this main title was done by Imaginary Forces, and it's oh, I mean it's not like by any means revolutionary, but the particle work is yeah. beautiful. I, I'm assuming it's all X particles, um, or who and I love I, I love glitter particles like this, yeah. right? There's like some different ways to do it. Like, um, I think one of the best ways is just having uh, variation in the brightness. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, gorgeous. just like have certain, like just with a gradient. You know, have only a small subset of the particles that are 
much brighter than others, and that kind of creates a glittery effect. Or with specular, uh, would would increasing specular? Yeah, on specular some of them? exactly. Yeah. Putting a, putting some random color in the specular, but oh, limiting it to only a few particles so that there are just a few that stand out as really glittery. Yeah. Um, and then other things you can do, like I've actually made glitter before with X particles by just you know creating discs uh, that are spinning. If you get them spinning, then they will, and they're very reflective. Then they'll they'll reflect the light at certain angles as they're spinning so that'll look like glitter as well but here i'm not sure that they're doing that i think they just have some particles that are much brighter than others to look That's as if they're catching bad. to look as if they're catching the light when right. they're not necessarily actually right. that more. that shot where there's the flag waving and then the particles coming off of that that was gorgeous yeah yeah, and then the other cool thing is that how they're just like covering all these objects in those same glitter particles too creates mm-hmm. a really nice look. So that some of them are like just emitting really cool. from the you know the object, and then other you know, and then they're also covering the objects themselves. So it's just like yeah. total glitter particle, you know. Um, the thick glitter, sequence. like it's it's just so just that super dense glitter is just gorgeous yeah. yeah oh yeah there's some chunks falling off. i see what you're saying thick yeah, yeah. there's probably a lot more <laughs> to it that i'm not even thinking of here it's, it's yeah it's a gorgeous sequence um all what right what do we got, got next block 170 oh yeah so this is like some i think my buddy rob hales showed this to me uh this is some like bitcoin inspired art um but the cinematography is mm. really gorgeous. The color scheme is amazing. You know, mm. there's tons of volumetrics and like very vast environments. Uh, super impressed by this. I love the little like um, kind of light up like data matrix like data going through some of the characters and lots mm. of great ZBrush sculpts. It looks like and Man, it, yeah, it's really cool. I think there, I'm guessing there's a lot of uh, the Vitaly Bolgarov. Um, mega structures elements in here kind of looks like mm-hmm. that design language mm-hmm. to some extent but a lot of this is like very unique and and custom i love the the like towards the end there's some uh titles but they're like just kind of lit up by a single shaft of light oh okay. yeah which i think is a really kind of classy way to do titles um, i think it's getting lost in the compression but it looks like there's a very cool looking layer of grain on this mm. as well yeah, there's a lot of subtlety here and lots of like little floaters and volumetrics uh, in every shot. You know, all the thing, just basically taking all the boxes, you know, adding mm-hmm. all the bells and whistles to, to really make it uh, feel alive, even when it's just a static environment. Super pretty. And then you got, I love the, the animated shadows is a really nice touch, too, um, on some of these shots. Mm-hmm. And there's this one called Iridation. Oh, irradiation. Oh, sorry. Um, irradiation. One, out, of oh, all my goodness. The, out of all the links, if you're going to watch one, watch this shit. It's it's a 10-minute short film by Sava Zivkovich, and I'll give away this, the secret. It was all done in Unreal, and wow. it does not look like that. Oh, And he did yes. this whole thing in four weeks. I mean, the bulk of it. There was some, like, prep, but the bulk of it was created, like, all of his work in Unreal was in oh, four weeks. Gosh. And it's, like, one of the best short films you know by a solo artist that i've seen he had Dave, I mean, can he we had get a, a rococo suit right i kind of want to well, just he, to play with it he, he had a full motion capture stage that's the one thing they, they he has access to a legit motion capture stage so that makes the process so much easier yeah but like what's even better than this video itself so the, the short film is amazing the story I is gripping i believe this is unreal um, this is unreal <laughs> this, <laughs> 
But even better than this is check out the irradiation process in your free time. Uh, that's the next link here. And um, he breaks down and like explains <laughs> what, a, what a game changer this is for – yeah, for yeah, like yeah. digital cinematography, especially like he's he is even more than me, like a legit cinematographer um, and, you know, nothing but respect for Sava. But uh, he, he like really makes the strongest case I've seen for switching to Unreal and, and getting into all this new technology because of uh, how much it frees you up, how quickly you can art direct and change things around. And I think Unreal has a lot of fancy features, too, for like weather systems and all sorts of other like, I mean, Part of me is like, well, I'll wait till the brigade because then right. that's basically real-time rendering. But at the same time, Unreal has a lot of other things like scattering nature systems and weather systems and all sorts of stuff that, that you know, makes certain things a lot easier. Um, but have you ever like, tried to set saw, a keyframe? Like, What's that? Have you ever tried to set a keyframe <laughs> in Unreal? <laughs> like, is it hard? It, it's not just, bam, there's a keyframe. Like Right. Animated I'm sure there are a lot of things fun. that are really, really annoying. You yeah. know, it's it's very it's completely different software from C4D, but it's something I really want to get into yeah. because everybody's going to be using Unreal in in the near future. Yeah. This well, Dave, is, this you is played around with uh, the new S24 stuff, like the placement tools, because that's like no, I haven't, that, I haven't yet. That, that is scatter, it scatter pen. Unreal. Yeah. yeah. Like, Winbush was saying, like, it's actually really good. Like, it's on par with the Unreal version. Sweet. Um, mm. Yeah, I would check that out. Placement tool. Okay. But, but yeah, I always wondered, like... Does it actually scatter, uh, like... So, I mean, you can't use that in Octane Scatter. But, I mean, would it work for Redshift? Like, you know how Redshift has um, Matrix Scatter, essentially? Um, yeah. Does it work... Is it is it actual geometry you're scattering? Or can you scatter just, like... You can instance. do like render instances and all that okay. stuff. Because um, at some point, even with render instances and a cloner, that just starts to bog down so fast. You know, it's it's mm-hmm. you can't go beyond a certain number of instances. You know, if you want really huge, complex scenes, it's not as if you're going to be able to paint in all of those trees manually easily. I mean, you can use vertex. Ma- I guess the best way is probably using vertex maps or something like that, or like you know, polygon selections and, st- and whatnot and all the classic like noise techniques to limit where those instances are. But I think it would be nice to just be able to like, like in Unreal, you can just go through and paint all that stuff in, even with like millions of instances, you know? Um, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, it's one of those things where it's like not a cloner. It's like a scatter object. So I don't okay. know if it works any differently from mm-hmm. a cloner, but... Uh, it is pretty cool because you can scatter and then you can go in and edit. So, like, you can delete individual things and, like, paint more on. Right. Oh, that's cool, to, yeah. You know. I'll definitely uh, I'll definitely check it out and cool. probably start using it. But, but yeah, check out yeah. this whole process video. It It's going to blow your mind, like, guaranteed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you got... Yeah, uh, that's cool. 0110. Yes. Have you guys covered this before or no? This is, I haven't um, heard of this. Okay, this is Tehoon Park. <clears throat> he did the Dreveler short film. He works for Elastic. He's one of my top MoGraph artists ever. He's he's incredible. Um, he worked for this, on, I think, for like maybe a year on and off uh, or maybe less. Um, it's it's kind of like Blade Runner inspired. The cinematography deta- like is just, it's amazing. Uh, I don't know what to say. Just this watch Octane. it. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's Octane. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's pretty. You know, this kind of stuff just makes me want to quit. The shot, <laughs> at, 10, the shot at 109 where 109, the right, ripples on that. the glass that it's passing are, like, distorting the vehicle. Uh, you know, the face shield, all the character looks freaking incredible. Wow. Um, That's cool. Yeah, it's it's absurd. Wow. And his title treatment at the end is freaking badass because it looks like the t- so go to like one fifty nine or two minutes. Mm-hmm. It looks like this pillar box is coming in, and then as it goes, you see uh, that it's not actually just mm-hmm. a pillar box. It's it's the titles coming in, and that's the zero. Um, so it's oh I see yeah it's the o oh it almost looks like o i i o but it's o one one zero but it's like you. that's such nice design. Mm-hmm. What's the significance of the title? Is that a binary? It's binary, yeah. Does it, I don't know exactly. What is that the, a binary? Backstory. No, it's a. It's like a Zoidberg face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hooray! I'm useful. I am useful. I'm useful. <laughs> and then uh, what? Yeah, did, what yeah, else some of these, like the, the volumetrics and some of the POV shots on the on the craft, are so amazing. Now, I'm actually assuming it's Octane. I don't. I don't. Oh no, it's Redshift. I lied. I'm like, oh, I'm like, man. There's fire. a lot of. He used to use Octane. Like he did Dreveler and Octane. But uh, I'm like, man. There's a lot of volumetrics in this that look really clean. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that makes sense that he went for Redshift on that. Uh, yeah. Now your other links I'll bring up in the NFT segment because they're both yeah. NFT related. So yeah, and there's <laughs> one at the bottom. Uh, you know. Oh, the other as one. Well, that's NFT. Yeah. yeah, it's called the Surreals. Um, yeah, I got it. Yeah, cool. We'll bring that cool. up too. DJ's um, phone's about to die. What's going on? Your phone about to die? Yeah. <laughs> I got five percent. So however long that. Oh yeah, you should go. Yeah. Well, you well, that's a, it's a good transition to the NFT section. Yeah. Yeah. We'll do that. I got a shill. So. You got DJ what? has some things to say about NFTs. He did a drop. Oh, recently. you got some things to shill. Yeah, he did. All right. Should, I will say that. Should we go to uh, the drop? I'll, should we just go straight into? Just go straight into the drop. It. All right. Say some things about drops, yeah. Let's All right. drop. Let's go into the drop. All right, let's do it. The drop, drop, drop. Is this the fucking mic? Drop. This is exactly what I should be doing. What's up, and welcome to this week's episode of The Drop, your weekly source for all things NFT and crypto art, as well as upcoming drops by notable people in the mobile graph industry. I'm Matt Milstead, as joined as always by Dave Koss. Yo. Also joining us this week are uh nft superstars david ariev and ej hassenfrat oh don't love that david that's like you know <laughs> here's a here's a millionaire and a homeless person i am <laughs> i am not level. a millionaire yet i would like yeah. to be i'm yeah. working on it <laughs> well right. ej bef- see who gets first. before your phone dies <laughs> yeah person. What, what what you got to shill here uh I'm ej in a car. I live in a car. I live in a my car. NFT Please buy my NFT. I'm still seeing the weird view. I'm still seeing this weird view where we're composited on top of steps. Oh, really? Like, this is still just my life no. Right just now. go up to you it says go up to grid view, grid view and change it. Okay. Okay. Right yeah, now yeah. you're on together mode. Yeah. Together mode. Whatever that is. Yeah. I wanted to be. Oh, together. I see that. What the hell? <laughs> okay, that's much better. Thank you. So EJ's probably on. Make it an NFT. Yeah. But you're on four percent so, battery, so so what you got yeah, for us? 
Okay, so uh, I'm sure it's something everyone's already heard of before, but the Mechaverse looks like the oh, coolest yeah. freaking NFT collectible series I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Yep. Dave mentioned right. actually dropping what Wednesday, where they're it's doing dropping on Wednesday. Just like it's so basically, what it, it's going to be a raffle to be able to buy into the project, and I think the limit per wallet is two. Um, so as that's last I heard, um, but yeah, there's so much hype around this project that. You know, if they didn't do a raffle, it would be the most massive gas war of all time. And there's no way you'd get one unless you're a whale that's spending, you know, like thousands and thousands of dollars on gas, if not more um, to be able. And even then, it's a it's a risk with gas wars. You can easily get, you know, hurt in that um, the transactions can fail, but it keeps your your gas. So you could spend thousands of dollars and it still won't go through, through because it would sell out so fast. So it makes sense that they're doing a raffle. There's a lot of, there's been a lot of different techniques to mitigate gas wars recently. Some of them are like Dutch auctions where they start at a price, price of like, you know, the high price. For instance, Yakuza Cats is one I was trying to get into. And they did a Dutch auction that started at 0.83 ETH and went down to 0.083 ETH. As people buy it, essentially, like the first people to buy it have a guaranteed slot, but it costs way more. Um, and then as it goes down, you know, more and more people start buying in uh, because they want to get those lower prices. Um, so it doesn't necessarily even hit that target of the of the 0.083. Um, it seems but to then- me like the the like offering it that way. There should be some sort of like high rarity that comes with those higher prices yeah you know that's not saying? how that works unfortunately. see that that kind of yeah. sucks i would and much rather pay the higher prices for the the more like, rare uh, yeah. uh assets or whatever hmm. right and the, the mutant ape yacht club did a dutch auction successfully i think gary v's project v friends did a dutch auction so those were working at first but with this yakuza cats one it still triggered a massive gas war at the end when everyone's trying to buy in at mm-hmm. the lowest price. So there was actually a tipping point where like probably right at point one two ETH or something, it was like the, you could actually buy one for like 500 bucks, but then mm-hmm. anything lower, it like skyrocketed up to a thousand bucks. It's like the NFT itself only cost 200, but gas was like 800, yeah. you know? So that's a huge problem. Um, and there are you know, lots of solutions like POC, did an amazing thing with with his Lost Poets drop where he sold 64,000 NFTs, $70 million sale. Uh, I think he's he's doing better than Beeple at this point. He, um, mm-hmm. But uh, he, he did this drop and he used a new, I think it's ERC1155, I don't know. I don't know yeah. the ERCs, but some new type of contract that allows you to bundle items together so people could mint as many as they wanted but just for one gas fee so it looked on the blockchain as if there are way fewer being minted so there were no gas wars for that it cost me like 30 bucks to mint uh 12 of those yeah so yeah they're different you know they're just different techniques moving forward to, yeah. to mitigate that kind of thing Anyways, i uh sorry. i no, <clears throat> it's okay i i recently you know so uh bone world dropped last week you know, yep. which is pretty cool. Um, I, I, I really haven't seen like that one. Is that, on, is that an Ethereum or what blockchain? It's uh, Sol. Sol. Oh, it's a it's a Solana NFT. Solana, okay. yeah. Which, yeah, those are blowing up recently. There's I like was, a lot of yeah. Yeah, I was I wasn't too sure about it because like so we bought the visitors a few weeks ago. We talked about that. Visitors were a pain to try and get, and so a lot mm-hmm. of these Ethereum ones because. Like, for example, I've got to transfer money from Coinbase over to, like, a MetaMask wallet. And then, you know, that costs gas fees and stuff like that. And then you've got to purchase it, and that costs gas fees. And it's like, it's it was such a pain. But, man, when I bought the Bone World uh, uh, stuff, 
I I threw some money into Coinbase, which was cool. Like Coinbase took it immediately. Like mm-hmm. it didn't take it out of my account, but it gave me it immediately to be able to trade, which was awesome. So I converted it to Solana uh, for next to nothing, you know, then transferred that over to a Phantom wallet for next oh to nothing yeah and then was able to purchase something so it didn't cost me an arm and a leg right that's you know, true for having... any of the proof of stake networks like solana's good one tezos yeah. cardano is yeah. starting to get nfts as well uh so those three all are proof of stake and so they're much lower fees and polygon is another big one polygon mm-hmm. actually is, is an issue right now well mm, polygon uh, was what i had to buy the visitors from and it was a pain mm. in my ass oh weird to try and to try and get that all converted over you know polygon it literally is... took uh, like 28 hours for me to transfer oh, God. Uh, uh something from one thing to another or That's something bizarre. like that yeah it was it was awful yeah, the, I only have Ethereum NFTs at this point. I still haven't gotten into the Tezos and Hikanunk stuff or Solana or Cardano or Polygon. Like yeah. Polygon NFTs uh, are constantly airdropped to my wallet. Like when you're when you uh-huh. have more NFTs, you start to get all these rando airdrops, and right. those are actually all spam NFTs. And mm-hmm. never, if you see a Polygon, uh, I mean, like this is kind of a maybe a generalization. Sometimes it's legit, but so many of those are scams. It's a new scam going around where if you try and sell one of those Polygon NFTs, mm-hmm. uh, your wallet can actually get hacked. Uh, I don't understand how it works, but generally, like if you if you receive something that you're not aware of, uh, <clears throat> and it's like, you know, the Polygon ones have this little like chain link icon in the bottom left. I just hide all of those in my wallet. That's how I'm dealing with it right now. Oh. You just you can click them on OpenSea and just hide them. You can't burn Crap. them. I just airdrop. I don't know that's... <laughs> Oh yeah. One drop. Oh, I saw that. Oh. Okay. Well, so that's so I'll, so that's I'll, I'll unhide that. Was... I wasn't sure if that was legit. So that's one that yeah, I did hide. Like because... I didn't even know that that was a thing. Like mm-hmm. oh, there's spam NFTs and stuff like that because apparently, yep. like you can get hacked. Yeah. these if you accept yeah. them and all that stuff and it's like yeah it's not if you accept them it's cow. if you try to sell them uh, uh if, if, if that goes through if you actually do sell them there's a way that people can hack in your wallet and i don't understand how that works but it's scary yeah. because every day there's some new scam i've been scammed already twice in a small way like one time i stupidly bought the i was like it's always when you're moving fast you know when you're trying right. to like get into the hype right so uh, there was one where I was actually part of this project called Playing Arts, where it's 55, you know, cards and each one's a different artist. That one artist. was cool. I saw Thanks. that one. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I gave them an NFT that worked really well as like the three of clubs. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, one of my mirror boxes is, is one of those cards. Um, so I was like, I did not expect that one to sell out so fast. It was crazy. Um, but I was trying to, I forget what I was actually talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> I was like trying to buy into the project after the fact because I stupidly of my it's like I'm part of this project. I had access to the pre mint, you know, the early release window. And I like I was like, oh, this isn't going to sell out like this is not going to go fast. And of course, it sold out in the pre-sale. So like I didn't get any from like the initial mint. So I then went on OpenSea and bought some on the secondary market. But one of the ones I was like, I stumbled on one and I was like, oh, this one has a really low floor. And of course, I wasn't paying attention. It was like the collection wasn't verified yet. So uh, you know, just be careful when you're doing that stuff because yeah, Mm -hmm. I bought a fake NFT for 150 bucks, and it you know was that that, was that on OpenSea. It was on OpenSea. Like any new collection, there's going to be a bunch of scam collections that try and uh, get you to buy into those that are just – and you can tell because 
uh, you know, if you look at the, those collections, it won't be the same number. It won't be like 10,000 NFTs. It'll be just a few. Uh, so they're just posing mm-hmm. as, you know, that's why the verified tick mark is so important for these projects to get. Absolutely. Uh, so you don't get scammed. Yeah. And even so, there have been times where it's like you can buy a bundle and it appears under the verified collection, but it's still a scam sometimes. It, it's hard to tell. Uh, so that's a confusing one. Mm-hmm. Another one that happened to me last week was... Um, there, you know, the art. There's this uh, the RTFKT Studios. It's actually pronounced Artifact. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So that one, they they're like minting some some collection that's gonna blow up. Probably they're doing really well. Uh, and I got like a DM about that minting was live, and and I wasn't thinking. I was like, ooh, minting just went live, and I like clicked mm-hmm. on it, and I like minted a couple, and I was like, wow, that went through, and it's like said like two thousand were left. You know, and then I like minted one more and I'm like, what? I was like, I was like, wait, but this number isn't going down. This should be like going down really fast. And then I real, and then I like started clicking around on the site. I'm like, oh shit, this is, this is rtfkt.to. Oh my god. So of course, like never anything that's coming into your DM. I get like now I'm getting like probably 50 DMs a day on discord that are spam. Why don't you turn that off? Yeah, you can turn it off. Turn what off? You can off your turn global off DM. DMs. Yeah. Like oh, they have because people actually DM me sometimes that are legit that I need to talk to. So I oh. can't just And you're not friends yeah, with them. Can... Yeah, but you need to be do you really I mean, I wouldn't talk to anyone oh, who is isn't friend requesting me. You know? Right. That makes sense. That's actually that's, a good call. That yeah, that's what I do. Like issues. let people friend request me and then I can look at them, see the shared if they're discords. Legit. And yeah. if I know like, oh, I don't know about this, you know. Yeah. I'll just I'll I'll just delete it. Yeah, because yeah, you can control that per channel on Discord. So like I'll block mm-hmm. most of the NFT channels except for like oh, yeah. get nifty. The, the nifty yeah. one, anyway. the Beeple collectors one. Yeah. It's just yeah. constant. Right. No, I've got I'm in like literally like fifty Discord channels. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> or well more. then it's it's, um, it's easier to just block a lot of them and keep like a couple open. For I don't have shit. notifications. It's literally just the DM, the DM. So you're saying like just turn off they, DMs unless yeah, it's someone yeah. that's your friend. Because yeah. now yeah. you're opening yourself okay. up to anyone in any of those discords yep. that are like okay. super easy to get into to mm. spam you. Yeah, you know? I guess from like you know I try to keep my DMs open. Like on Twitter, it's open. You know mm-hmm. I like people being yeah. able to contact me because yeah. sometimes random students will contact me. But I guess it makes sense. Like if they just friend me first, then they can yeah. DM me. So yeah. that's a great that's a great piece of advice. Anyway, point is, don't you know be suspect of any DMs coming in. Like since then, that trend has kicked off to a major degree where any big project like Mecca's, I get like ten DMs a day that are scams. Mm-hmm. About yeah. Mechaverse. Like, there's 165,000 people in that one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, but it's yeah. like, you know, it's always like, minting is live, and they, they go to the trouble of creating fake sites where you can literally just throw your money down a rat hole. Um, oh, someone man. said, uh, Thomas Collier said, mm-hmm. wasn't that debunked? I don't know if he's talking about the Polygon. He was talking about the Polygon. About the, yeah. Uh, well, that would be selling people stuff. With an NFT, buying an NFT. Because this is something else that I've bet I saw someone that I follow saying like, oh, I just got hacked, da, da, da. And like I was talking with another buddy and they're just like, okay, is it just me? Or am I seeing like a lot of people getting hacked? And mm-hmm. then like people are like, okay, but did that person really get hacked? Like their story, they or tell they their just... story and the story right. doesn't add up. 
Mm. So it's like, okay, do we also need to be paying attention to people who claim they were hacked? <laughs> right. And then they're just trying to get well, like Blake, sympathy. There's, but it is getting scarier. Attitude. Every day there are new schemes to hack you. And like Blake right. Catherine got hacked and she didn't do anything wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Somehow they found her password through her Gmail. I mean, that that's the thing. Maybe that's the thing she did wrong is she had her password as this maybe as the same uh, her MetaMask password is the same one as her Gmail, but right. I'm surprised that works because if you're remote, if you're on some other machine and you install MetaMask, you can't just enter in the password. You literally have to enter in your seed phrase. So right. anyway, whatever. After hmm. that, I went and well, changed all my it, passwords, you know, yeah. to, to make sure that my MetaMask she stored her seed phrase somewhere in her Google Docs. Oh, she that's did? right. That's right. That's what it was. That's oh she yeah. did yeah I heard yeah I, I think heard that's about that oh okay they, well, that yeah so don't store your seed phrase on your know. Google Docs yeah like literally huge... just write it down and stick it in a shelf like yeah somewhere. or or go to the further length of uh, we just I mean I'm not gonna say, I'm actually should <laughs> yeah about yeah, what we're yeah doing. you don't Even say better, what you're doing just say it during but, the live stream just say yeah. your seed phrase just so you never forget you can always go right back that way I'll forget it but I was gonna say you know there get a ledger you know get um get the like there's these cold titanium plates where you can in, stamp engrave your seed phrase into your uh, mm-hmm. onto those in case like say your house burned down obviously it's not likely to happen but if it did your seed phrase would get evaporated in that fire if it's just on a piece of paper yep. so there are these titanium things to stamp those into uh in case you know in case of fire you know yeah, like you have to trust put it in a safety deposit box or something what's that <laughs> oh the people who stamp them who stamp them that they, you know, oh, that's, can't find your stuff. Right. Well, if you... Well, yeah, could, yeah. Like, you could put it in a safe. You could put it in a safety deposit box. Yes. There's a lot of things, you know, you could do uh, to yeah, make sure. For sure. Yeah, he's saying, yeah, uh, Kevin Rupp, that's exactly what I've got. He's like, uh, check out cold TI for seed phrase storage. That Yeah, cold titanium. So here, I'll show it right here. There you go. Oh, nice. Cool. It he- has my seed phrase right there. No. <laughs> <laughs> EJ, how's your battery? You 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 all right there? Two percent. All right. <laughs> should should we should we depart before we go into the next section here? What's the next section? The next section is is Matt tells us what what's hot this week. Yeah. How long does that go for? Oh. I can listen. Depends. Yeah. You can listen. Yeah. yeah. Hang out. We'll give and it if, a go. if I drop out, I drop out. But okay. Yeah. All right. Cool. Sarah Gibson, Gibson also said, leave, "Get a firebox." Oh yeah, a firebox uh, yeah. is good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. Right. So this week's drops. Uh, let's start off with Nick, Nifty Gateway. Nifty Gateway's doing. They uh, they release some weird schedule. It's like where it, it's yeah. now starting Friday mm-hmm. and ending Thursday, which kind of sucks. It's like okay. Well, I love that recently they've only been doing one artist per yep. day. Absolutely. That but isn't cool. that changing? Aren't they doing know, something different, having to do with collections? What was in that statement today? From... Uh, there was a statement. Oh boy! Um, temporarily putting a pause on the founder town halls going forward as we revise our overall structure and cadence. Still important to our team. To blah blah blah. No, it's this right here. You may have noticed this week we kicked up it. We kicked it up a notch and started adding in multiple of your favorite verified projects a day. This is introduced. This is introduced. Yeah. Um, yeah. Real quick, uh, uh, can I, I ju- can I like insert two more small things about yeah, security? Yeah, do it. Totes. Um, Billy Chicken just said, for what it's worth, I wouldn't trust safety deposit boxes at a bank. If that branch closes down, then it isn't a guarantee that you'll be notified and able to retrieve it. It's common for them to fail to notify everyone. So that Weird. that's a good piece Jeez. of advice. Um, so that's one thing. And then the other scam that I've seen happen. Um, this was. 
Uh, I've seen this twice, actually. In your MetaMask, there's an advanced tab and there's a QR code. And if you open up that QR code and you're sharing your screen or someone gets a picture of that QR code, mm -hmm. that is your seed phrase. Yeah. And a lot of people really? don't know that. Yes. So be very, very careful of that. Like, so this this happened to someone who they were on Discord, they were in the Board Ape Yacht Club and they were uh, Discord server and they were complaining about some issue in OpenSea where um, they, you know, something wasn't transferring or what wasn't updating the metadata or whatever. And so they got, so two people who are the head of the Board Ape Yacht Club Discord, uh, I think, I can't remember <laughs> their names. There you go. Erwin EJ. Gargamel. Oh, wait, he's still oh, no, there. He's back. Gargamel is one of their names. Anyway, so there were people, it's very easy on Discord to pose as other people. Mm -hmm. um, so this person thought they were talking to the leaders of the Board Ape Yacht Club. They were like schmoozing him. They were distracting him. Uh, and they were trying to help him work out his problem. And, you know, they got him to stream to share his screen and reveal that QR code. Mm -hmm. And then that that's, that's the end of it. it. You know, they, they can steal all your shit. So, um, yeah, there's also like this, you know, definite like social um, manipulation behind some of these scams that are that are actually very like um you know targeted and detailed like uh i like fabian oberhammer had yeah. one where there was someone who actually wanted to fly him out or get him to yeah. fly out he and meet in person this. and someone That's else crazy. actually got scammed by this uh where they did meet in person mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. they went to the bathroom and while they were at the bathroom the, the people uh got into their MetaMask and stole all their shit. So this happened in person. Um, you know, and it was like a promise of like, oh, I want to buy all your your whole collection of art. Like, I want to buy 50 pieces from you before you get like big in the scene and all these dailies that you've done in the past. Like, you know, so it's like something that you could kind of believe that a collector wants to invest early in you mm -hmm. before you blow up. Um, so yeah, basically just be careful because yeah. it is getting scarier every day as nfts because i don't know if you realize there's since like just a couple months ago uh there's maybe 10 times the number of people buying nfts it's, it's blown up 10x yeah um if you look it's at dune.xyz uh, for instance that's a good page for analytics in general oftentimes you know we're looking at like cryptoart.io for analytics but that's just the nft like one of one market whereas collectibles have really really blown up in the past few months yeah, um are. and there's tons of youtube channels about them now so and celebrities are getting in you know buying all the board apes like logan paul and all these other people basketball stars um but yeah if you look at dune.xyz in august it was like 10 times the number of people entered we had like maybe 40 or 50 thousand people buying on OpenSea. now we've got about half a million people um, Gosh. and still that's a small number, you know, t soon 10,000 collectible series are going to feel very small. Um, yeah. so it, it's just nuts, but that means that there's way more scammers, way more people looking to, you know, um, yeah. profit off of you and, and, you know, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. As, as the whole industry increases, that's just going to get worse. <laughs> but, um, what do you got, Matt? What do you got? Let's take us through it real quick because um, Dorpy wants yeah, to come so, in um, and, and share as something with us. As far as what we've us. got um, uh, today on the 4th um, is uh, uh, Kid Mograph is doing a drop. And uh, the stuff that he has shown off uh, looks really, really cool. He even did I'm a behind excited the for scenes. This. I'm excited yeah. for this because I get access to um, his – let's see. Where is it? Uh, his 
patrol tunnel one is a uh-huh. drop that's only for people that hold the key to life returns. Um, so I I got I won that key by there was Nifty did this secondary summer slam event for like three days where mm-hmm. the people who purchased the most on Nifty's it was, there were no new drops it was literally just purchased on the secondary market so this was a thing initiative they did to try and get you know to spur that secondary market which is very needed um, mm-hmm. so I ended up buying like a couple pot cubes for ten grand each and a, a few more nfts so i spent like 25 grand but i was in the top 150 people um and i i won this thing so this is like a secret you know pass for certain nifty drops um and the floor is already at for the actual key is already at like uh, i think 16 or 18,000. so I, i'm already i've already That's made awesome. my money back essentially because cubes also doubled in that time um but yeah it's, it's crazy the the weird kind of plays you can make to uh you know, gain access to certain right. things. Um, yeah. Yeah. I got one of, uh, I got one of, uh, Blake Catherine's, yeah. uh, Blake Catherine's keys. I want oh, yeah. that in a drawing and I'm curious what she's going to do with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I've got that one listed pretty high. It's like, I, I've got it listed at like nine grand, but nice. I won that one for like 300 bucks. I was really happy about that one. What else um, you got? Okay. So that, Kidmograph. Um, then tomorrow, uh, Vils. I believe. I don't know looks, if that's how you pronounce right. it yep. or whatever. This one is crazy. So like, oh, where okay, are you rewind it, it, Dave. Where are you seeing it ahead of time? Uh, uh, I'm. Oh, I go Twitter? to their Twitter. I go to oh, their Twitter, cool, cool, cool. and then okay. I just look to see what they're what they're doing. So this what is. is I'm pretty. I don't know if this is an actual explosion no, or whether this explosion. is a a a simulation. Or whatever, but like if you fast forward it, oh, you that's see, definitely it basically yeah. creates oh. this cool thing. It's neat. Well, maybe it's not. It looks very know. real. At the yeah, be- I think I, that might I don't be. Know. I think that's footage. I think that's footage of a building. The beginning of it, but it's just a little... been it's been time remapped. That is that. Oh. That's really hard. That maybe looks you're right. Maybe pretty... it's not. Yeah. I don't know, but it is combo, like so maybe? crazy. Yeah, it could be combo, whatever. Combo. That, I just think that smoke at the end looks really real, but yeah. again, maybe yeah. I'm being tricked. Like I don't know. It's funny how I have no idea. CG artists often so can't go tell up, what's uh, uh, right. Scroll up a little bit, Dave. See what the tags and stuff say. Art, uh, street uh, art, explosion, NFT, blockchain, burns. Yeah, oh, I don't know. Street art. Oh. Yeah, I think it might be real. So it's something where yeah. the explosion creates the... Yeah the the art See, on the building? I, I don't know i don't know could be fake it's cool though how would you i, do I that really like life? it i thought that was rad you know yeah mm. interesting so what else you got uh that is tomorrow then on the 6th uh steven steven balte i i don't know if that's how you say their name but um Ooh. real imposter Weird. I freaking love. Look at that. Oh, that's a weird one. This this stuff like so so good. Like yeah. I've been I've been following them for a while, and like I just absolutely uh, 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 love their work. Want to know who one of my favorite NFT artists is right now? Huh? Uh, Oxygeno. Do you know Oxygeno? Oxygeno? I don't know Oxygeno. Look that up. Oh yeah, I've I've been following him for for years and years and years on Instagram before he was into NFTs. But uh, Oxy, so it's two E's. O X E E G E N O. Go look at his super rare because every one of his pieces lately has been just so high quality, insane, uh, really really amazing, creative, beautiful Here's stuff. The chat, or I put it in the chat, Dave. If you want to show that, oh, I got the super. Is this super rare? 
Yeah, yeah, I got the yeah. Super. Like, ch- check out Mirror of Thoughts. It's this underwater underwater one. And then his most recent one that where this character's, like, yeah. skateboarding in this futuristic cyberpunk scene being chased by police. It's That's so rad. Like, everything, like, the one where it's called I Dream That I Was Free is one of the best loops I've seen with, like, tons of marvelous designer stuff. And, like, he does this thing with waterfalls. I'm assuming he's mapping video onto it, but it might. he might have told me that it's actually fluid sims. Um but they just look so detailed and crazy. Um, yeah, click on view more. If you scroll down, you yeah, can... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, view all. View all okay, artworks. I was looking yeah, for like yeah. a... Okay, there we go. Yeah, and then scroll down to like... Uh, keep going. There you go on the left. I dreamed that I was free. Check that one out. That's one oh, of my that's favorites. Cool. That's Yeah, really but cool. click on it can so I you see the see whole it thing. Okay, yeah. See. Oh, nice, nice, nice. And then, cool. yeah, like check out the waterfall that's coming up here. Wow. Gosh, that's cool. Yeah, I need to get into Marvelous Designer. But yeah, check this out. Like, oh my god. I think that's, it looks like it's video mapping, like projection mapping onto geometry, but might be actual fluid sense. Oh, but yeah, it's got that? some cool. lens uh, focal length change. Loop. Such a good lo- yeah. loop. Yep, yep. That focal length change at the end is like... Blowing out all the stops. Yeah, I'm, I want to watch yeah, it again I'm so now. I'm <laughs> I want to see the ending <laughs> again. Right here. Watch... Get that crazy! Whoa, link. Yep, that's cool. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, random, that's cool. What else, Matt? How much time we got? I got um, twenty minutes then, to labor. Um, oh, twenty <laughs> minutes. Okay, real quick. Um, and then I just this isn't on the list, but I saw oh. that uh, Ryan Talbot's actually doing a drop. Oh, he is uh, yeah. On uh, uh the seventh. So we'll probably the thing is like with their new schedule and stuff like that, we won't be able to announce the ones that happen on. Thursday, Friday, and the weekend. So uh, oh. uh, I'm really glad we were able to see this one. Let me. Oh, I. Oh, I put the link in uh, Notion, but I think you're working oh. off of another Notion. Well, Here, let me put get, it in the chat. I can get a Notion. That's fine. There you go. I got oh, it. You got it. Okay. So uh, working with King of Midtown, I believe. Yeah. Uh, a collab with King of Midtown <laughs> and uh, several other cool. artists. I think. Yeah. Yeah. So he's sending yeah, me a I print of stargazing, and I'm really excited about it. Ryan's yeah. oh that's awesome. Ryan's yeah. been doing such an amazing job of yeah. uh, creating these robotic creatures, like really bringing them to life. Mm-hmm. Like he's obviously gotten into substance painter yeah. and rigging. Um, this is like yeah, to me it's like my down on the render farm on crack. Like honestly, yeah. like if I had more time, this is the kind of art that I would be making because I love me some robots. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's yeah. super cool. Really good stuff. Cool. So excited, excited for Ryan. Ryan's been killing it in this scene. Yeah, which yeah. Is he, he just sold him. a piece for a hundred grand. So yeah. yeah, I would say so. Did you yeah. see his? Did you see his tweet about buying a Lamborghini? Yes. Yeah. yeah. You know, I thought was that was like, funny. Invest in yourself. Don't buy a Lambo. Yeah. Right. Because <laughs> he just his his uh, Acura finally like bit the dust. Yeah. So he yeah. Went, bought like a CRV. Like, Bro, why and I was like, why didn't you buy a Lambo? Exactly. It's why like because I bought a good car that'll get me around, and I'm not spending like way tons of extra money on something i don't need right yeah, yeah i drive like once a week i don't really yeah like, <laughs> yeah right exactly right yeah. uh cool so that's it for nifty gateway um i wish i had the rest of them that were gonna show up uh during the weekend but i don't so uh <laughs> you guys which need is to a get shame. into buying some collectibles that's where the real money i have is some at. collectibles okay cool. i have 
Yeah, I mean, I've got the visitors. I I just did Bone World and stuff like that. Yeah. You know. Yeah. There's I, one I, releasing today that I'm really excited about. What's that one? Uh, I put the link in the chat. It's called the Surreals. Oh. Okay. Uh, there's no like big roadmap or anything like that. It's literally like this is very high quality art, and we wanted oh, to make cool. some like hand painted beautiful art as a collectible. And so to me, like. You should be looking as as a collector, you know, investing in these things. You should be looking for unique uh, things that haven't been done before. Like um, right, 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 right. So this to me is is one of those. Uh, I don't know if it's going to blow up. You know, this is not financial advice, as everyone sure. always says. Um, yeah, you can't really there. You can't see what they oh, look like there yet. But oh, okay. uh, if you go to the site, I think if you go back to the Surreal's Twitter and then navigate to the site, we have see. an extra thirty minutes now. By the way, so we're good. Oh, cool. Oh, yeah. sweet. So yeah, go to surreals.io. Surreals.io, okay. Yeah. Let's see. And let's see. Um, Have you seen... Um, there you go. The, you scroll down, you can see what some of them are going to look like. But they've got these crazy painterly backgrounds. and There's like a bit of process that's for... That's cool. I like go. that. I like there that. Go. Okay. Yeah, scroll all the way down there. there Have going. you seen Ooh, uh, these, these Yeti ones? Super Yeti? Is that what it is? No, no, sorry, not the Yeti. Um, it's uh these uh the the llama ones. Llama. Uh, I don't know if I've seen the llamas. Let's see if I can find them. Like I'm I'm totally loving, uh, what they look like. Let me see if I can find them. Someone was posting them in the uh, the crypto art channel on the. Uh... Boop doop doo. Sorry. Out of any of the projects that I've bought into, um, the one that has. The the one artist that has paid the most dividends and has been the best to invest in by far is Pac. And he's still flying yeah. under the radar because everyone in – we all know who he is yeah. in the one-of-one one art space. But people who are just entering the collectible space often don't know who he is. And he just released like a couple weeks ago this project that's going to run for a whole year called Lost Poets. And it's all these AI faces. Uh, and – you feed them pages, so you, you you can swap your pages for poets, or you can keep your pages uh, and feed feed them to your poets in phase two, and then they start speaking poetry. Uh, oh, it's all really right. unique, and and he's going to airdrop to there are these origin to tokens, origin poets that are black and white that were used to generate all the uh, kind of like faces. Uh, along with other AI algorithms and whatnot. Um, but if you have those, you can actually rename your poets and that'll ripple down and affect that entire collection of that family of poets. There's all these crazy dynamics. There's mystery. There's going to be like a twist thrown in that will change the value structure of the whole project. So he's keeping people engaged over a whole year. At the end of the year, you can burn your poets for Ash, which is another thing. Like Ash is like such a great investment, or at mm -hmm. least it has been for me. Um, you know, and I only can see it continuing to rise um but yeah Pac is like the space is banksy he's mysterious he he's really good at communicating he's somehow um a master of so many different disciplines i don't know if you can tell but i've become like a really big fan of Pac lately mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um he's it's so it's you know cinema 4d and octane is just one small fraction of what he does uh he you know understands blockchain better than anyone he create you know he's up to date on all the smart contracts the newest ways to implement drops um, he understands game theory and social dynamics. He's mm -hmm. like the game master. He's a performance artist as well. Uh, yeah. Like if you're on his Discord, 
there was one night where he was responding to everyone in previous tweets that he'd done, just like literally like answering people with previous tweets because he has some kind of weird algorithm that'll immediately sort like search through all the tweets he has uh, done in the past. And like, so, you know, he would just, and they were answers that would make sense, you know? So he's like constantly Hmm. like messing with people, but in a good way. Uh, Mm -hmm. Just the other day he did this drop called, uh, or this was like literally, I think it was yesterday. Actually, he did a drop called FOMO verse, right? He was like, like he changed his, uh, you know, Twitter thing to, um, you know, like, uh, something like, I can't remember what it is, but citizen of the FOMOverse or something like that. And, you know, if you go to FOMOverse.gg, this is my other link. It's really funny. I actually managed to win one of these. It was a free NFT he dropped. Uh, and now it's already worth, like, I think the floor is like 7.5 ETH. Um, though, interestingly, with this one, it's a 50% royalty. So it's like, un- like it's, you know, people were coining it the unflippable because if you remember, he did, like, that drop that was, like, the, t- the called so the title. I I link my MetaMask. You need some ash in your wallet in order oh, okay. to mm-hmm. participate. But I think there's several more coming because that was just the F, and now there's going to be O M O. But it's like this whole play on like it has no utility. There's no roadmap. It's all FOMO. You missed it already. It happened yesterday. You know. So he's just like Let's not do the MetaMask thing. Know. There's like weird <laughs> like social commentary and like comedy constantly from from this. Uh, and I don't know. I'm into it. It's FOMOverse.gg. Where's, yeah, dot, so where's GG got, from? Is that good game? Good game. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it really is? Yeah, GG. All right. Yeah, All it's right. really GG. Yeah, cool. He's like just messing with people. You know? I just think of uh-huh. of Rev when I hear that because he says GG all the yeah, time. Yeah, GG. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and also Francisco pointed out that Pac created Arcolect, which is, you know, this AI curator on twitter that's got several million followers uh you know elon musk loves it and whatnot and it it just curates visuals that it thinks will go viral uh and it does a really good job of that yeah. so he's he built that many years ago he's got another one called meta profit that just says weird things from movies uh or from different you know things and it actually got banned on twitter for for like 24 hours the other day for saying like something from a movie that was like i'm gonna kill you or something oh gosh (laughs) he's like oh no meta prophet what have you done (laughs) Uh, yeah so i don't know like yeah he's i think he's moved from he's moving into this new phase of his nft career where uh he's building he's more focused on rather than building art in c40 and octane he's building things that make things so he's building ai like all of his new drops are going to be a little bit more ai focused um Mm -hmm. but there's always mystery with his stuff like this fomo verse one it says that the token could change at any time um you know and people that are buying it the interesting thing is that because it's 50 percent royalty they're buying it expecting that it'll 2x because unless it 2x's uh you're not going to make your money back because it's 50 percent royalty um So, you know, he's just playing with all these different dynamics constantly and doing and innovating, really. Um, I feel like, so it, I mean, yeah, it's it's a full-time job to keep up with all this stuff. It because is. there's so many things going out that, right And that's now. what I've been, like, tripping yeah. out on lately is, is, like, holy shit, I've been, like, you know, I wasted this. Well, not wasted, but it's, like, my job now I have to, you know, just kind of, like, come to terms with is, like, part of it is, like, researching, investing, like, watching ETH. Like, I've been constantly, every morning, watching YouTube videos about, like you know just about like how the market works you know and and like what the <laughs> market That's market's... your new tutorials buddy. That's yeah. my new tutorials. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, but I'm wanting to get back into art like 
to a major degree. And I am doing like art projects. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I'm doing a lot of collabs at the moment. Um, and there's a lot of exciting stuff on the horizon. But yeah, it's weird because I feel like very inefficient um, because half the time I'm just watching charts and graphs. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, I get that. Like, I get that. you know, it feels it's a lot of it feels like gambling and it's 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 scary. Yeah, it is. Too. Yeah, it is gambling. It yeah, is. it is gambling. But, you know, I mean, it is and it isn't. If you're making decisions based on good information, you know, like, good information yeah. and and uh, rather than just like coin tosses, you know, like, exactly. oh, I think I'm going to I'm sure that ETH is going to keep going up, you know. Right. Uh, yeah. So I'm just – in some ways I'm trying to play it safe. In other ways I'm taking risks. And then the other frustrating thing is like you look back and you're like, if only I had made this decision. you know? Because like right. mm-hmm. if only – like I I made some – even when you make good calls. Like so I, I invested 12 grand in, into uh, Ash essentially, which is Pox mm-hmm. you know, um, cryptocurrency. Okay. And that that blew up into 240 grand. Before wow. it, yeah, before it dropped down to 120. So like at uh, that 40 moment, still, I was like I should have sold it, and then I yeah. should have dumped all of that into. You can see like what the the big plays would have been in retrospect. Like if I yeah. sold that and dumped all of it into Pac's newest Lost Poets project, I would have been on the leaderboard. I would have had these or, two origin tokens, which are now worth yeah. 100 grand, you know, 50 to 100 grand each. So like it's it's not hard to see in retrospect how you could have made a killing. Like if you just, Oh, if only we'd minted like a bunch of board apes, now we'd be see, millionaires, that's, you know? And, and that's the, that's, that's the thing when y'all kept on telling me, Oh, hodl, 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 you know, diamond I'm hands still, on the people no, still, thing. Oh, yeah. I, no, I understand. I, yeah. yeah. And you're in for the long haul, which is right. totally fine. No, I totally but, get what you're saying. There are peaks, you know, there are peaks in, in the market where people hit that peak and you sold at the exact right time. For, it was literally like, the yeah. best time yeah you, you know? sold for at the very top and that's really hard to do um you know yeah. and there have been time like and there have been times where i'm like hodling forever like this ferocious piece that i had it was uh it's that astronaut head banging one right mm-hmm. it was a set of 300 i bought it for 1500 i hodled it that was march <laughs> right yeah oh shit the surreals is happening in five minutes <laughs> 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 just yeah i'm gonna like mint some of these while you're uh while we're talking um but that one i hodled for since march it mm-hmm. went up to five grand it went down to 800 it, and then i sold it like a month ago uh for like a thousand dollars more than i bought it for because it just seemed like it was going to do nothing yeah. literally one week later it blew up to being worth 40 grand God. oh that, that hurts that, that hurts mm-hmm. and there's a lot of those that are like that it's like oh yeah. shit i shouldn't have sold my robotos oh shit i shouldn't, shouldn't have sold this or that. But then there are other times where you're like, oh shit, I should have sold at this time, you know? Yeah. Right. Um, and it's, and it's also impossible to know what's going to make a comeback. A lot of these projects go yeah. away for what feels like months and then yeah. all of a sudden blow up out of nowhere, yeah. you know? Yeah. I was really surprised. Like I had a, I held on to a, uh, I, I just on a whim bought one of the Zed fuck render pieces, you know, one of those collabs and like it immediately went from 1250 to like $700 and I was like, "Ah oh, man, I don't think I'm going to make my money back on this one." Oh, you know, you and then he released Fuck Crystals and it's yeah. like, "Oh, mm-hmm. those sold like like you could, they were so gone. Like mm-hmm. I could have listed it for five times the amount I was selling it for, you yeah. know." And a lot whatever, of time you never know. Like to not list things um yeah. I'm finding uh, because you never know when something's going to take a crazy run. Like I bought into this project called Axolittles, which was mm-hmm. not super high profile. I just thought it was cute. 
you know, yeah. and it did, it went down massively for a week. Like yeah. it started, it was, I bought them at like 0.2 ETH and it went down to 0.02. So it like went down yeah. Yeah, 10 yeah. times lower. And then literally, and then after like another week out of nowhere, you know, I just like, I get an email from OpenSea. It's like your item sold. And then it's like your item sold, your item sold. I'm like, what's happening? And then oh. yeah, I had sold three axolotls by mistake, you know, not by mistake, but ones that it was a decent price. I like made my money back, but Right. From there, it ran up another, you know, 10x. So thankfully, yeah. I still got like two or three of them. And now I'm just like, I'm like, okay, maybe this is a blue chip. So that for those that don't know, there's this new terminology called blue chip NFT, aka Board Ape Yacht Club, CryptoPunks, mm-hmm. Cool Cats. Any of these projects okay. that have yeah. proven themselves in the long term are called blue chip NFTs. So mm-hmm. um, I'm like, okay, maybe this is actually a blue chip one. I'm going to hang on to this for longer and list them. You know, if I list them, I'll list them for you know, much, much more than I would ever expect to make on them. Um, and if I do awesome, you know, that's, that's a good time to cash out. Um, but yeah, it's, it's really hard, you know, and like, what's your, what's your, what's your biggest loser one? Like that you, that you spent uh, money on and is just not, it's, it's DGENs. DGENs is one. Um, another one super Yeti didn't do shit, but I didn't lose very much on that. Um, and then another one is Vox Collectibles, but that might make a comeback. But that one was a bit of a shit show. I invested like six grand and that all went down. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I, ha- I, you know, like the biggest, like I've lost money on ETH to some, I think I'm like break even on ETH. Like at one point I made a lot and, that, and it's like, then you lose a lot, you know, like, uh, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, I shouldn't have swapped all my ash, a lot of my ash to ETH. I should have left it in ash. Yeah. You know, there's all these things that you say to yourself, you know? Yeah. 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 Matt, you got two more on the a, board, uh, by the way. Yeah, I bought an Adam Priester. Like, do you know Adam Priester? Yeah, yeah, I love his. I, work. I love his work. Right, from I bought one, one of his Nifty. pieces. Yeah, I bought one of the ones from Nifty. They're only, surprisingly like, doing so poorly. They hmm. are. I don't I know don't why. It. I don't it's get like, it. It's like there's like it's only an edition of sixty four. You know, and like yeah. I bought I bought it for I paid twelve fifty for it, and its last sale was three fifty. Yeah, like. Hmm. That's crazy. Total. This Here, is, here's this another is one. A good piece. I invested like twenty thousand into Super Rare, uh, and then, but I invested that when it was at three dollars, um, mm-hmm. and that was like at the peak of the hype. Like if things are already hyped, don't buy in. Yeah. You know, yeah. I was hearing about Super Rare, hearing about Super Rare token, how how crazy it's going. I could see it going up, so I invested, you know, twenty grand, and that went down to like uh, ten, like eight. Or, or mm-hmm. so it cut cut into a third of its value, you know. Nice. So, uh, but that now it's on the, going back up, and people like for that one, people think it's a good investment because the token dynamics are uh, really interesting. Where um, they're holding 850 million tokens from the public, they're not letting. So the only people holding are artists or you know a, some people that bought in early um but there's like a there's not much supply because they're holding all those tokens until at least november so the token economics on that one are really good it's definitely like a powder keg waiting to explode to some degree and also because the people that were airdropped those tokens are artists who are oftentimes holders because it's an investment in your uh, in super rare itself it lets you vote on um you know aspects of super rare oh um and because it's almost like they gave this to me, so if you're gifted something, you're much more likely to hodl, which is yeah. you know what happened with me in the board ape. Like Tim gifted me one immediately after they came out. He was super nice, mm-hmm. uh, and I I I would have sold that way earlier because I never expected it to blow up to what it's done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. That's crazy. All right, uh, jumping back to the the drops this week, we got two over in Maker's Place. Um, uh, the first one is tomorrow. Uh, Katie Arrington, uh, super cool artist, uh, illustrator, and stuff, doing a lot of work in uh, Photoshop, and uh, uh, but really, really pretty stuff right there. Um, and then uh, uh, the seventh, we've got Grand Chamaco. I believe it is. I really like these ones. These ones are super cool. That's like uh, uh, famous scenes from uh, movies and stuff like that done with uh, like a very stylized uh, uh, these characters and stuff like that. Uh, oh, that's cool. Yeah. It looks like, that looks Kahlo, like something. You know, that's what does cool. that look like? Dolly. Almost has uh, it like, reminds a, me like a, a 3D of... cuphead. Yeah. Look at the yeah, eyes. It, uh, reminds me a lot of... Uh, Oh, what's his name? Uh, uh, dang it, I can't remember his name. Oh, I think oh, you know gosh. who I'm talking about. Who does the cans? C40 artist. Who does who the does cans? What? Who does the cans? Or no? No, someone else. No, different oh, I don't know. EJ Hassenfrost. I don't know. Yeah, sure, we'll go with that. Yeah, <laughs> CJ. Anyway, sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but that's it as far as the uh, drops for this week. We had uh, two uh, listener drops. Uh, first one, uh, want to bring up Rev. Uh, Rev had oh, a couple yeah, yeah, of drops yeah. this week uh, uh, on Foundation. Some of them, some of them are still are still uh, available. Yes. Uh, and so his this was kind of a funny story because <laughs> Beeple actually bid on one people of bid on one of his pieces yeah yep and he and wasn't then... <laughs> paying attention and isaac came isaac and, like, jumped in out from under him yeah. i was telling i was like telling both of those dudes we were on halo i was like why are you doing this if your piece ends up like rev if your piece ends up in people's collection that is a massive win for you like right. it yeah. doesn't matter if it's less you know money like isaac jumped right. in i guess because he wanted to like mess with people and you know <laughs> say that he stole it from people or something when he was paying attention. <laughs> but yeah, I mean the fact that people bid on Rev's piece is like so huge. You know, that's yeah. it yeah. shows such support. And he doesn't do that with anybody. He like the only other right. thing I've seen him bidding on is like the Urs Fisher pieces. Yeah, there uh-huh. it is right there. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I'll bid him by point Very one nice. ETH. <laughs> that's really funny. Yeah. That's great. That's yeah. Super so the other ones are still available if you want to check those out. What's yep. the other one you're talking about, Matt? Did you send it? Uh, to the me? other one is from uh, uh, here. I don't know if you have this link oh, in okay. there, uh, but this one was in uh, posted in the Slack. Um, hmm. uh, silo. Silo, oh, silo TV. Silo. Oh yeah, yes, uh, just, uh, I did saw a new, this. Uh, piece on Super Rare. Uh, really, really cool looking stuff. Really pretty. Man, that subsurface. Mmm, sexy. Yeah, and yeah. Ad Nine TV says Foundation is trash. I was asking Rev like why he's putting that stuff on Foundation at this. Like he, he probably do better I somewhere else. Some some of us can't get invites to Maker's Place or to mm. Super Rare. Mm. Well, you got to make some stuff first, Matt. I think that's probably a good. Thing. I have made plenty of things. Oh yeah, but you already released them. You got to make some new stuff. Yeah, got to make I some know. new stuff. Uh, is that is that all of those? I don't know. Uh, I think that is it. Yeah, that's all okay. we got. Okay, so, cool, cool. Aria, have you doing any drops? Um, yeah, I've got, well, so I was going to do 
uh, a nifty drop for NFT NYC where I was making this mirror box piece and then I was going to be partnered with our tech house, which is mm-hmm. this, uh, they do like these 20 K projectors in this room to like immerse cool. you in the content. Um, so I actually did, I rendered like two thirds of that already at like 4k resolution up res to 8k with the mm-hmm. AI Dino or AI, um, gigapixel, whatever it's called right. video enhanced. Yeah. Um, and then about a few days ago, they emailed me to tell tell me the project's not happening anymore. They're they're oh, going sucks. in a different direction. So that sucks. But they still want to have a call with me in a couple of weeks to talk <laughs> Just about take that how... piece and sell it. Just sell yeah, it on well, Super Rare. I, yeah. yeah. Well, I was going to actually originally it was going to be my Super Rare Genesis, but the problem with Super Rare is that they have a file size limitation of 50 megabytes. And with these that mirror sucks. boxes that are long form, like this was a yeah. two minute piece, <clears throat> it's gonna look, it looks like total trash on Mm -hmm. super rare compression so i decided not i have access to super rare i'll mint something there at some point that's different not a mirror box you know yeah but for for the mirror box stuff it just is not going to work as my super rare genesis um so yeah i don't know what to do with that piece um i also made a similar one for loopify that will go into his short film that he's building with a bunch of people um so that was kind of like a commission uh i recently worked with people on a project I'm not going to talk about uh, I know uh, that, yeah. that may or may not see the light of day uh, because of the flake, the celebrity we're working with, you know, uh-huh. celebrities are pretty flaky. Uh, uh-huh. Like we both knew that going in. Um, so that, but that, that was pretty hilarious project. Um, yeah. I'll tell you a funny story about that, that he mentioned at camp because I oh, asked yeah, I would him love about to. it. You know, I would love to hear that afterwards. <laughs> um, and then I'm working with triple um, X, who's one of my biggest collectors. He's in China. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he he's his family represents this artist named Jia Ai Li, who is one of the top painters in China. Uh, mm, he's cool. got this weird, like abstract, not yeah, partly abstract, like kind of dark art style with like characters with gas masks, these kind of recurring characters. And so I'm basically taking his paintings and uh, converting them into 3D scenes. And this is this project is going to be is me, Raf Grissetti, Ryan Hawthorne, um, and Potentially Min Shi. Oh no, Min Shi is doing another thing uh, with him. But um, frenetic void, potentially Coldy. Uh, frenetic void. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his stuff's crazy. So um, yeah, that should be. It's really exciting. Um, potentially going to drop on Christie's. We'll see. Uh, his, you know. Ooh. Yeah. Triple um, X's aunt is, I think, I think the vice president on the board at Christie's. Oh, cool. So, that's a that's really cool, and they've also yeah. got another platform called TR Lab um, that has already done a very successful NFT sale with another Chinese artist who's this fireworks artist, and it sold for like two point five million. Um, so some of the drops are going to be on, on TR Lab, some are potentially going to be on Christie's. So that's probably going to be like January, February. I'm going to be working on this for like a month or two. I've got a nifty drop lined up for December. Uh, and then potentially makers place drop in January is what they wanted, but I might push that. Um, yeah, there's, I've got a lot of, I've got a lot of stuff going on. Cool. Yeah. Well, that's oh awesome. boy. Look who's here. Oh, oh look Dorpy. who it is. Hey guys. How's it going? What's up, Dorpy? It's yeah, good. I just had to stop by and wish you a happy show 300. Looks like it's going yeah. well. So, uh, I'm working with a, a new friend that I just met. On the internet, he he sent me an unsolicited message on Discord, and so I'm hanging on every word he says now. Also, mm-hmm. he wanted to talk to you guys in a minute, so I'm just gonna um, roll over 
and turn it over to him. But, but before I go, I thought you would just enjoy watching a, uh, a best of reel that I brought along with me. My, my greatest hits. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show it to you. Uh, or Dave's right. going to show it to you. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I got to go to the bathroom. I got to pull this up, huh? <laughs> all right, all right. Well, we'll watch this while you go to the bathroom. Here we go. He's Dorpy the Doge Dog. Doing NFTs has really given me a uh, new leash on life. Uh, Check out my new Genesis drop on Rarible. Hi, EJ. I left a drop for you in the backyard this morning. <laughs> I sharded it, if you know what I mean. What is happening right now? I tried to go to the doctor. But I refused care. He tried to give me a CAT scan. <laughs> I just want to go chill in the sand with my growler. I didn't know you were into craft beer. Craft beer? You said a growler. No, 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 no. Growler is a hookup app for dogs. Uh. <laughs> I was also a little horse. But then I remembered I'm just a little dog. I'm really enjoying Star Trek. I, too, like to go where no one has gone before. What? Like, I'm talking about the bathroom. Oh, okay. The bathroom. That, that I, was I poop okay in places. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not an economist, mm -hmm. though. I just have my master's in barkeology. I've been told getting up in collector's DMs is kind of cringy, but I don't really mind. It's hard for me not to brown nose. As a dog, Matt, I sniff a lot of butts. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Trying to make some music. It's going to go along with my album. It's called No Doggity. Oh, my God. There's a little event down the road. It's called Burning Dog. Sounds so weird. Burning Dog. Burning Dog. <laughs> and I'll, I'll spare you the hot dog jokes. I also managed to capture some scraps and some grease from under the barbecue grill, so it's been a good day. Can you make NFTs without opposable thumbs? No. I'll be a son of a Dorpy But I'm allowed to say it If it's true, right? Who's your favorite basketball player? Is it uh, Charles Barkley? Ah! ah! Yeah, did you see all the squirrels running around there too? I did, yes Yeah, yeah, it was great They were delicious Everything's possible <laughs> Yeah, yeah That's Stupid poses This is exactly what the mainstream media wants you to think Are you sure you don't do crack? <laughs> You weren't doing any other things, were you? Not as far as you know, narc. <laughs> yeah, the 80s called. They want their narc back. <laughs> Your site said you had to be over 18 to enter. So That's I, not I, true I only meet that requirement <laughs> in dog years only. You're on crypto biotica. Biotica? <laughs> I did not get that website right. I gotta go uh, erase my internet history. Bye. Cops were always kind of uh, tailing me. Uh. Yeah, either that or the fact that I was uh, littering. <laughs> that one was so bad, dude. Okay, bye. I gotta get out of here. I gotta get to the dentist. One of my canines is loose. Oh, I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. Okay, bye. My Harry Potter canine fan fiction. It's gonna be called Labracadabra. No. No. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. Bye. Okay, bye. There. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. <laughs> anyway. Wow. Oh, that look. That's an amazing super cut. Look who it is. Oh, boy. What's going on? Bro. 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 <laughs> bro. 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 What's, what's, what, what is this one's name? Guys. Bro. <laughs> bro. Okay. I'm NFT Shark. Oh, oh, I get it. Okay. So, like, NFT shark. I, I get it. That's that's pretty good. Okay. Uh, bro. Oh bro. Bro. <laughs> I'm NFT shark. Everyone's just uh, getting so excited about 
you know where everything's going in this space you know i i, I know we've, we've never met before but 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 i'm gonna give you all the information all the information everything you need to know about nfts i'm just gonna give away all the knowledge in this <laughs> oh space gosh. you know because i'm really excited about this space bro so if you really want to make big money in this space, all you got to do is buy into uh, Kevorkian coins. <laughs> Kevorkian. What is a Kevorkian coin? Bro, bro, Kevorkian coins. Oh my God. It's a coin where sometimes they just like kill off a coin at random and you might lose some of your money. Bro. Okay. But, but if you could help us like, you know, socialize this and get it out and spread the word in this space. You know, I'm really excited about it all in this space. I guarantee you're going to get, like, super rich in this space. But uh, anyway, bro, there's I got to no Austin the bye-bye. No I'm going to Austin the bye-bye now. No, I just need you to spread the word about my new coin, bro. All right. All right, I'm going to Austin the bye-bye. I'll, I'll catch you later on. <laughs> all right. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. It's all right. All right. <laughs> No shark puns. I was expecting. No, some shark I'm not gonna puns. do. I can't. I can't handle that puns. many puns. I can't handle that many puns. I don't think <laughs> I right. could write that, that many puns. No, <clears throat> Sorry, I was a bit distracted because I missed the window for the surreals. Oh no! No way! How? Well, yeah, because there was like a reservation phase. Like you had to. The way they're trying to pretend, prevent gas wars is that they're immediately at the time there was the uh, the reservation. So like you can reserve up to four. Uh, but now it's, you know, I missed it and now it's saying reservation failed That's for however. Stupid. Yeah, I'll just buy some on secondary, but they're already like a thousand bucks each. <laughs> God. Of course. It's the story of NFTs. Are, yeah. is, and is secondary, is that on OpenSea? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're already at point three. Though that could easily drop, like, oftentimes the floor drops post reveal mm -hmm. uh, or, um, you know, Post like immediately after the mint, it could, it could drop as well. So we'll see how that does. But yeah, either way, uh, I might I'll probably buy one or two because it seems like a, a nice what, project. Wait, have they long. been minted what did, yet? What did is there, uh, there is was this... a pre-sale? There's about twenty five hundred out there, uh, and there will be, you know, ten thousand. Wait, there was an error, David. You're good. What's an that error? I'm just looking at the, oh. the chat. There's an error. There was an error. I can David, still reserve, reserve can some. Can you still do it? Huh. Let's see. Oh, it says my wallet is not listed. Presale is live. Okay. Maybe the it, public. Do I have to do this? Oh, but I have to be on the Discord, don't I? Not necessarily. No. Oh. You just mint directly from the site. See, I'm so. I'm so. I don't get it. I don't <laughs> understand any of it. I need NFT Shark to help me understand how all of this works. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Other people. Oh, Francisco. Getting... I love yeah. how everyone's like into NFTs in our scene now. Yeah. Francisco goes, I tried it right at the timer hitting zero and got the same message. All right. Oh, so, okay. whatever. Yeah. That's the thing. It's got to be really hard to. Your wallet is not whitelisted. What is that? Yeah, mean? that's what mine's showing now, too. Okay. Oh, res reserve phase is delayed by 30 minutes. Oh, that's good. Okay. Oh, perfect. I'm going to get timing. Chelsea in here so that we can <laughs> reserve some. Well, we should get out of here then. All so right, you please. can, yeah. You want to wrap the drop, Matt? Yeah, let's wrap this <laughs> yeah, up. Hold on, Arya, don't leave yet. Don't leave yet. Don't leave yet. Don't leave Wait, yet. What are you doing? All right, you whatever. Can, you can wrap. All right, you can so, wrap. All these... uh, yeah, that was episode. Uh, uh, if you've got any drops that you're doing, <laughs> feel free to send them our way. Uh, info at mograph.com, and we'll shill them on the show. 
Uh, yeah. All right, let's get Woo. out of the drop. Let's get out of here. The drop. Drop, drop, drop. Is this the fucking mic? Drop. This is exactly what I should be doing. Billy, I'll get your question once he comes back. Here we are back in episode 300. What's up? And, uh, and David's not here for us I'm, to say goodbye to, ask, to him. Uh, Aria, uh, Billy's question as soon as he gets back. about the compression thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, we're still on. Because he's Aria, doing this Aria, shit while we're. Aria. Oh, he doesn't have Aria. his headphones on. That's why. <laughs> Real quick. Okay, one last thing before we go. Uh, Billy had a question. He said oh, a yeah. question for David about minting on Super Rare versus Maker's Place because of the file size earlier. Mm -hmm. uh, what did he say? Mm -hmm. um, he said between Super Rare and uh, Maker's Place. He's got a forty-second animation. He wants to mint, but it's too hard to compress down in file size. I think Maker's Place is my best option. Thoughts yeah. on Maker's Place versus Super Rare for it as a one of one because of the file size? Uh, I mean, yeah, you don't want to hurt the integrity of your art, so um, that's why. I mean, that's why I've loved Maker's Place. It's just that Maker's Place in general, I think, is not doing as it's not doing nearly as well as Super Rare. And you can track these stats. Like if you go to CryptoArt.io, you can see that Super Rare uh, these past couple months is often making bringing in more sales than even Nifty Gateway. Wow. So they're hmm. absolutely crushing it. So that that would be the main reason, you know, financially to be on to go for Super Rare over Maker's Place. But you know, artistically, it makes more sense to mint on maker's place um that's a it's a really tricky one you know that's kind of what i'm grappling with too uh is mm -hmm. where do you where do you put these like nifty is great too because it you know uh supports up to 300 megabytes but then nobody can get on nifty you know so yeah. the top two like yeah, yeah so maker's place i don't know maybe why don't make they come just back. fix we'll like why see, are they not but, fixing yeah, it's these not, things not like, been doing super hot lately the, can't these platforms just work on that a little bit like what what is the big issue that makes it yeah, so that they can't understand what the issue is support it doesn't make bit. sense and i i literally like called super Rare out on twitter and talked to some people uh some of their staff and they're just like yeah it's too much coding right now to you know too much of a hassle to upgrade that it's in the works like it's in the works but so maybe i'll just wait until that time you know to do the drop yeah. Interesting. that's just so weird because mm -hmm. that should be a priority because that that's what it's all about I mean, yeah, I mean yeah. being able to upload. one thing that can really help is after codex. Um, I don't know if any of you are familiar with that, but it's a plugin for Premiere and After Effects, and it does a way better job at compressing. Um, mm -hmm. So I've had some I've had some big successes with that. Often I just go through you know the regular old Premiere H two six four like either VBR or CBR, mm -hmm. um, but you know after codex I think can pack more data in there somehow. Uh, it just has different compression algorithms. You can set it to slow, um, like either a speed of zero or one, and it'll take a lot longer, but it'll do a better job. I typically like try both the the standard compression in, in um, Media Encoder or Premiere and compare that to the compression I can get out of After Codex, you know, just like lay them over top of each other in After Effects and toggle one off and on to see which one's, which one's better. Um, so, but yeah. That's my that's my only tip as far as handling compression is try out after codex. Okay. Cool. Yeah. All right. Cool. Well, uh, I should probably wrap this up and go have a kid. Yeah. Go have a baby. Go have a baby. You know, like you, like you do. Uh, thanks for joining us for episode three hundred, everybody, and yeah, David Ariev, and of course EJ, who is not, <laughs> who is not. EJ just dropped anymore. out randomly. Yeah. <laughs> His phone finally died, and he's walking yep. around in the forest without a phone. He might be lost. Right. 
Yeah. I sure hope he doesn't get murdered. Yeah, hopefully yeah. we won't have to send a rescue party. Yeah. He might have <laughs> to use the sun in order to figure out where he needs to go. So, um another note Which that is fun y'all. <laughs> there's no show yeah. there's no show next Monday cuz next Monday was supposed to be our induction date, but there probably mm-hmm. still is no show next Monday because uh, you know, you'll be baby. in the thick of it. In the thick of it. Into the thick of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But <laughs> so, I'll uh, see you guys for the Halloween episode. Yes, yeah. yes, that's what I was going to say. If if uh, if there's anything we didn't talk about today, we'll definitely probably bring it back up in a couple weeks. It's going to be also for all my you know. Denver peeps. We Chelsea and I are planning uh, a pretty epic Halloween party, Ooh. so uh, I'm excited about that. We've already bought way too many uh, decorations, so we're going to try to go all out on this one. Any uh, NFT and, themes? Uh, we were maybe going to do an NFT invite. Uh, Chelsea's been nice. making like a really cute art thing, but um, I don't know how much that makes sense. It might just add to the stress and hassle right. of, of <laughs> the whole thing. So uh, we'll yeah. see. Cool. All right. Well, we're going to get out of here. You can rate us on yep. iTunes, leave a review, subscribe on your podcatcher of choice. Helps get our ratings up. Subscribe to the newsletter. Went out last week. You can say you've been there, done that. Got the T-shirt with the MoGraph logo tee, the Paul Bab Feel the Bad 2020 shirt. All the profits from that go to Doctors Without Borders. The Render Things t-shirt, hoodie, and long sleeve tee. The That Render is Fire shirt, which you're only allowed to wear ironically. Unless you're shams. Unless you're shams. Uh, <laughs> let's see. And the MoGraph Blandishment shirt, if you're interested in that. Check that out. MoGraph.com slash merch. And, of course, we're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok. MoGraph.com. Check out the TikToks. I did one the other day. And uh, people TikToks. seem to like it. So um, check us out on there. And, uh, of course, David, if people want to get a hold of you i think they pretty yep. much know how but, <laughs> yeah i'm know. just david aria like my name on twitter and instagram and uh ariavisuals.com that's with two two v's in the middle there so i'm forcing you to pronounce my name correctly yeah uh but it looks like a w and um yeah facebook twitter instagram that's pretty much it. i'm mostly on twitter nowadays thanks to nfts i've mm-hmm. been ignoring instagram mm-hmm. i've abandoned instagram and it's sad at me um but yeah it's all right cool. it's okay all right I'm trying to buy one of these surreals do uh, it i gotta i gotta transfer yeah. some money first yeah good yeah good. well then we're gonna don't, go but you know we're, I, I also if it's a flop you know i don't want to be helped okay. right <laughs> <laughs> the views expressed by david Aryev are I, not necessarily the views of anyone else exactly. i don't know yeah <laughs> all right we're gonna get out of here until next time i'm dave and i'm matt and I'm David. Have a good one. Later, Later yo. It's pretty good, I guess. MoGraph.com, an online resource for motion graphic artists. Start your week with the MoGraph podcast, industry news, interviews with your favorite artists, and terrible humor. Watch live shows and interviews from MoGraph events like NAB, SeaGraph, HalfRes, and local meetups. <laughs> Our MoGraph talks feature live demos and motivation from artists all around the world. Sometimes you got to make stuff that you're not going to put on your reel, and I'm not here to judge. What if Rick and Morty show up for the countdown at midnight? That's where I peaked in life, in my career. We gotta stop this thing, Rick! It's gonna kill us all! 
Hear from the people that create your software, design your render engines, and artists that are changing the face of modern motion graphics. You get that render done. Yeah, you better frame frame what? MoGraph tutorials and online classes will teach you about Cinema 4D, After Effects, as well as other popular software and render engines. Throw in the HDR Studio, take the render settings, pick the HDR, put a reflection, and gorgeous. Branch into new software, learn time-saving tips, techniques, workflows, and lessons that'll keep you up to date in the world of motion design. Oh, brother, those are some of my favorite elves. I love projects that scare me. When our art director comes to us and asks for something that I had never done before, man, it gets me pumped. Join the conversation in our live sessions, check out our plugins, or join the hundreds of daily active users in our Slack channel for technical help, advice, contests, or just to joke around. Real nice banana. Ah, that's so funny. All right. I'm going to live forever. <laughs> Subscribe today and get the latest updates on our YouTube and other social media channels. Take all your dreams and just do it! We don't care how you get here, folks. Just get here. Subscribe to MoGraph.com.